Part 4 The Mysteries of the Avium Okay, Dad. Welcome, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart episode 18! 18 of these. Almost, almost 20. Almost old enough to drink. And only a couple more weeks until then. So, you know, Rob, hold off on the beer for now. We're not old enough yet. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll just go ahead and put that away. So welcome, everyone. Hopefully you've had a, an excellent week. It is now Thursday. Uh, I honestly have forgotten what time really even is anymore. Um, and I had to ask around people because, like, a good friend's birthday of mine was today. And I wasn't super sure if it was even the day that I thought it was, even though I've known it for, like, many, many years. So that's, you know, that's life. That's life as it is right now. Um, but there are still exciting things happening in everyone's worlds. Uh, specifically one that I just learned about, uh, Malaveth has some really fun little pieces in a new game that just came out yesterday. Uh, so, so Malaveth, brag about yourself for, for just like a couple minutes, okay? I made some art and it's in a video game. I made little chibis of the characters and you can put them on the little dropship thing when you go into the war zone. And, and I'm pretty happy with them and it was really neat to work with everybody. And I've been following the game for a couple years and checked it out early in development and just, and just, it's just grown so much and it's out now. It's free to play on Steam. It's called Crucible. You should look at it if you like video games that are free. And, and there's there's big buff alien dads with big guns, and there's Just ladies Earl. who are buff, and they have fire guns, and then there's other ladies with sword guns. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. neat. Mm -hmm. Evil scientist squirrels and stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's a little Bye. a little uh, a little robot that flies around and plants plants, and it's adorable. And you can give it a bee costume. Yeah. It's really good. Uh, it looks. I haven't had the chance to play it yet, but I've watched people play it. Um, so for those of you guys that are maybe a little bit more interested in what the, the gameplay is like, it is a third-person shooter, uh, with heroes and classes and class trees and things like that, um, and you have objective-based things. There's PvP portions simultaneously happening with PvE portions, uh, of the game. So if you've heard of the, like, the cycle, and I think Paragon was another one that was rather similar to that, but as a lot of character, it's got a lot of really fun stuff, uh, I think Earl might be my favorite just because he's just Earl and he's just got this big old gun and it's got a rocket attached to the back of it. And he's just Earl, man. He's just Earl trying to shoot a big old gun and it's it's really good and it's free. So like, go do it and spend a little bit of time of it and uh, unlock uh, Malaveth's little art pieces because that's really freaking cool. <laughs> so yeah. Excuse me, I believe if you play before a certain date, you might get a thousand in-game currency to spend. And if you get that currency, you can purchase Melly's artwork in the game. Thank you. Goodbye. <clears throat> so let's uh, do I our best. I don't know that date, but there's a date. I don't know. I don't remember, but so it's there. <laughs> because it's free, just download it now. <laughs> then we'll go do it now. Um, but yeah, that's super exciting. And Malveth, I appreciate you sharing that on Twitter. And that was really cool. And I didn't know any of that. And I'd like seen your stuff in-game on someone's stream and had no idea that it was your stuff in-game on someone's stream. It's very cool. That's a very cool realization um, that we have cool friends doing things. So. Uh, other than that, Malveth, how have you been? What's up? How's your last week? 
Yeah? Girl's my favorite and you can't have him. <laughs> Get out. That's fine. I, I'm but... a robot. I'll play a robot, I guess. But Okay. It's good. It's good. Uh, I've just been doing regular stuff, drawing a lot. We've been out of food for a week, so we're just ordering pizza all the time, and it's bad. And that's about it. What kind of pizza do you get? And if, you, especially if you've been doing it for a week, do you get different kinds of pizza, or do you just get the same kind of pizza okay, seven days in a row? Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> the we pizza yesterday, and then it was pho <laughs> the day before, and then it was I don't know okay. sandwiches the day before. <laughs> what type of pizza did you get? I don't know. I just I just let my boyfriend order. There's cheese on it. There's cheese on it and meat and nice. some vegetables. There's a bunch Great. of stuff. It's a yes. bunch of stuff pizza. Uh -huh. And it was like placed in front of you and you just consumed it? Well, yeah. Nice. It was yeah. there. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> it was there. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, do you have any plans to go to the grocery store? I'm trying. <laughs> so that hasn't worked out so far. I feel that. I feel that Keep a whole lot. Keep the dream alive. Yeah. Yeah. I'm digging back into the freezer and I'm like, this is probably still good. I could probably eat this before I go back to the grocery store, but yeah, it's good. I'm glad you're here, Malveth. Uh, I, I hope you make it to the grocery store at some point in time or just keep ordering good food. I guess that's, you know, the alternative. We're helping the economy. I, I, yes. I don't know if that's yes. How that works. <laughs> Kickstarting it. You got it. Yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Rob, how have you been, my friend? Uh, I. After that, I do have a very specific question for you. So please, Rob, how are you? Good, concerned. No, 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 no concern, no concern. Okay. Um, Good. <clears throat> you started playing fine. Hollow Knight. Sure did. So I want to know your thoughts on it because I rage quit Hollow Knight. So please let me know how you feel about this game. I love it. When did you rage quit? Because this game has been uh, super easy and I haven't died not once. <laughs> Shit. Okay, I am bad at games, so that's... I've died like 11 okay. times oh. at least. Okay. Yeah, okay. I lost count. Um, but uh, no, I love it. I think it's beautiful. I cannot believe... I'm like the king of sleeping on things mm -hmm. for years. And then I'm just like, nobody told me this was a thing. And in fact, everybody told me this was a thing. And I elected to ignore it. <laughs> um, I've had this game sitting in my Steam library for, I don't know, like two or three years now. I don't know when it came out. Like It's been in my Steam library forever. Mm -hmm. uh, never once installed it. Decided, hmm, you know, we're going to like a couple of people in my Discord were talking about it. I was like, oh, I'll give it a try. Uh, I love it. It is beautiful. It is adorable. It is like creepy as hell. I love it. Um... I can't get enough of it. And uh, apparently I fought a character who is supposedly a very hard skill check and I only died like three times to them, four times to them. And, and they were like, damn, someone's pretty good. I'll take it. Nice. Um, but yeah. Very good cool. ass game. Yeah. 12 out of 10. 12 out of 10. Yeah. I, I love it. I fully agree with that. Uh, and it was it was awesome until I decided it wasn't awesome anymore. You know what I mean? Oh, that was you me with that, Dark Souls, man. You hit that I, moment. That's okay. <clears throat> but otherwise, I mean, the art style is amazing. The music's amazing. Yeah. The gameplay it honestly feels good when it when your thumbs are functioning correctly. Sure. Um, sure. Right. Because well, it, you need it's that. It's one of those games that I felt like every mistake was my fault, 
and mm. like I, I really did. I was like, I'm it's being stupid. I've been quit. streaming for five hours, and I know that I'm missing button inputs, and I mm. know this is my fault. I can't blame the bullshit. Yep. I uh, yeah, that's probably why I quit because I hated myself so much that I decided I couldn't do it anymore. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I, I really hope you do enjoy the game and and get to finish it. Um, yeah. and you know, keep your head on straight. You're, you, you'll keep killing it, bud. Good job. Good job. Yeah. Thanks, Homestair. Did a great gerb. Enjoy great gerb. Lady May! You have a lovely red lipstick on today. You've rearranged you. some of your office space here. Yep. How have you been um, specifically today, and why was there so many paving stones involved? Yeah, so behind me, there's eight skids of patio stones uh last summer was our first summer we redid the deck which we had to because we had to bring railings up to code so this summer we're redoing the patio which is beside the deck and then the path to the garden and then the garden and yeah it's gonna it's gonna be a lot because there's each of those pavers is 160 pounds <laughs> and there's 188 of them yeah it's multiple tons worth of pavers it, it's not okay, is what I'm saying. It's not okay. It's a lot of work. Uh, what is your timeline for project completion, May? Uh, it's probably going to take us at least a month. Sure. Weather depending. Right. And for me, it would be, and I'm sick of carrying pavers, uh, I think would be the second portion of that. But yeah. Good. Glad to have you here. Uh, I saw Carson earlier. Carson looks yes. well. Saw one of the cats earlier. That cat looked okay, though a troublemaker. Yes. Yeah. Good. Glad to have you here. Miss Simply Jackson, how are you? Oh. How was your week? It was fine. How was your week? It, it, was, <laughs> it was also fine. <clears throat> yes. Right. Mm, yes. <laughs> I don't have anything new other than I started playing Guild Wars 2 and I'm obsessed. And I had Did a really great really? stream of yesterday. Well, I, I played it back in 2012. Yeah. And I hadn't played since. I'd only had like one friend and I wasn't a streamer clearly then. And it was just playing to experience that content mm -hmm. with that one friend. But that was not subscription based and whatnot. Yeah. It is now free to play for the base game. Um, and you can purchase the two expansions and get the full game unlock at 30 bucks, which is like. A fraction compared to most MMOs that are of that same stage of quality with like voice acting and good writing and beautiful artwork. And, and that much content because it's been going on yeah. for so it's long. It's massive. Yeah. It's massive. And it's really held up. Like I was expecting to come back to the game and be like, <laughs> about like how it looked and whatnot. But they've clearly been patching it and updating it and keeping it really beautiful and whatnot. So uh, it turns comes to find out there's like a handful of community members who were into it. And so I was like, okay, because we've been, I, I'm an MMO kid. Like I grew up playing Ragnarok Online. I grew up playing WoW. I grew up playing a bunch of other MMOs. And just that's how I made a lot of genuine online connections for a long time. So I was like, we should have an MMO that's like a part of our stream community. And I've been trying since like day one of streaming to find one. And I'm not going to say that this one is definitely it, but it's, it's, it's least expensive and great content. And the community, I streamed it last night, and we, uh, it was a it was a massive turnout of new people that I did really? not know. Yeah, we had like I think I peaked at 840 people stream. Never happened before. What the Never fuck? happened in my life. And it was like people were so nice. Like 
So they won't. It won't happen again. I'll be back down in my fifty tomorrow, like Saturday. It's not. A, it's not a thing. But the first time you peek into a category and they're like, "You're new. Let me help you." Is yeah. such a warm feeling instead of like la la la. Like let me just come and like <laughs> PVP. Yeah. yeah, it's like really nice. Like I don't know. The MMO community is like great like that, anyways. But this one specifically, everybody was because they would say something. I'd be like, "What is that?" And the chat would be like, "It's a thing thing." And I'd be like. I'm sorry, I'm really dumb. Like, what's, <laughs> no, what's but that, like, but what is that? What's though? that thing? <laughs> and they'd be like, oh, it's a, and they would explain it based on other MMOs. Like, if you were playing WoW, it's like a this, or if it was in this game, it's like a this, or Final Fantasy, whatever. And you were able to wrap your mind around it. It was really nice because, frankly, if I didn't have those people to outreach and talk to, I would have quit playing it back to back off and sure. been like, it's too much for me to relearn. Uh, but I had seven years of birthday gifts in game, which was really fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> To like open up and be like, here's your, here's your whatever, here's your whatever. And I was like, it's my birthday, seven times. <laughs> <laughs> Best birthday ever. Yeah, awesome. so as an MMO kid, I, that was, that's my, been my peak of the week is like finding one that seems pretty fun. So. Oh, yeah. Best or refinding of, one. Best of luck with that. Um, Thanks. That, I, I've never been able to settle on an MMO that I like long enough to stick with it. Um, but Guild Wars was yeah, one of the- Yeah, I know. Alright, sorry, dude! I, <sighs> ESO wasn't for me, man. I'm sorry. ESO's beautiful. I've never had a good community in ESO. Like, I love that game, but finding a hard party to hang out with is whatever. So this is why I'm so excited about Guild Wars, is that it, it's so affordable that it's easy for a community to jump on and, yeah. and hang out. Your and barrier to so, entry is very little very now. Small. Yeah. 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 Which is, which is so. really nice. And they're right out here in Bellevue, apparently. Really? So oh my gosh. I was just like, hi, Wayne's. Hello. <laughs> yeah, come say hello. You know? <laughs> yes. I must come see it. Mm, yes. I, I, <laughs> I visited their booth at PAX East, and their like community manager was there running one of the things. And I just talked to them for like 30 minutes. They were trying to sell me on playing Guild Wars because I didn't like any other MMO so far. And they're like, dude, dude. Dude, you gotta try it. You gotta do the thing. And I haven't done it yet because it's an MMO and it's daunting, man. There's so much content there and so many things. But yeah, I hope you I hope you really enjoy it. And uh, yeah. I'm glad you found something that, that seems to seems to work. So hopefully the community yeah, if you decide jumps to on play, board. Let me know. I'll be glad to hang out. Cause I started fresh over. New characters and everything. So I I so here's my list right now. I need to be a, a mining dwarf shooting bugs. Oh my God, Deep Rock yeah, Galactic is so that. good. <clears throat> I, I need to <laughs> go be a robot planting flowers in Crucible. True. And I need to continue playing Terraria because I think it's consumed my life. So yeah, yeah. We'll have to see if I ever make it to another thing, <laughs> but we'll find out. Um, Love it. Cool. Thank you guys for being here. Chat, thank you for being here. Do you guys want to play some Dungeons and Durgans, maybe? Yes. Maybe? Yes? Okay, Dad. All right. Let's do a little roll for recap, shall we? It should be a pretty easy <laughs> recap considering last week. And we didn't miss a week this time. That's awesome. Um, Yeah. So let's see. Let's see what everyone gets out of here. Okay. Eli with the 8. Dagonet with a 19. That looks good. Pez with a 7. And Lucky with a 12. Wonderful. That's a 13. Lucky, would you please recap us for what happened last week on Diefall Alderheart? I mean, I guess it's only like appropriate that I would do this uh, because clearly I got a lot of making up to do. 
so um, we started out. Uh, let's just let's just go ahead and precursor and say this was the uh, this was the session of uh, really bad dice rolls. Um, so uh, we started out. You know, we are uh, we had a bit we had a fight, and you know, everybody did great. I mean, I arguably did not do that great, but it's okay. We got out of it alive, and we were like, all right, we're not that far. We don't think from. Uh, I'm gonna say it wrong again, but I think it's the avium. Um, and then uh, we uh, we uh, we uh, we were like, it's kind of probably that wayish, and so we're like, all right, we're not gonna rest. We gotta get there. We got it's very important, you know, what we're go what's going on. Uh, so we need to make sure we get there and you know, learn and teach and tell them everything and, and see what they gotta say. And uh, then uh, I might have gotten lost a couple times uh, leading the group uh, through the dark wood in the middle of the night. I mean, I am a jerbine that does not have uh, dark vision, and uh, we uh, ended up uh, kind of um, in a thicker part of the wood that was kind of terrifying, and we were like, oh, "Maybe we should just get some. Maybe we should just take a rest because we are we were we're not where." But 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 uh, our, our faithful pal uh, Eli was like, "Let me talk to some bugs." And by this point, I was really scared because talking to bugs now um, didn't didn't happen. Nothing came out of that. We'll talk about that later, I'm sure. Uh, but Pez happened to talk in her bird talk to another bird, which I didn't know, but she did. Very, uh, domineering bird. Uh, very scary bird, but, you know, uh, he helped us, you know, hop and skip and jump a little bit, do a little bit of the, uh, brush. I don't think he understood how hot it was to get through all that under- it was a lot of, uh, stuff to get through. Uh, but we got a little ways through. Uh, and then he was pretty demanding that we would, uh, rest, I guess? I don't know, he was just like, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, Ugh. and I was like, Pez, what? And he, she was like, I think he says so we should sleep in, all right. Uh, so we decided to use the nest charm again, because we, uh, certainly don't want to run into any, uh, late night problems with, uh, this Darkwood. Which I was being very hyper aware of, I just want to let you guys know. And, uh, we get up there and we realize that the mountains are right there, and we can, I think we can see the avium... You know, just to the south, we got something huge. We could see like things moving. Assu assumed it's you know it's that's what it is. Uh, and so uh, we decided we were just gonna truck through another you know uh, night with uh, or the rest of that one at least. Uh, it was only about two hours. We we assume uh, how far it was ish. Uh, but you know maybe a little bit on the way we got attacked by what I think is a prowler. Uh, and that's where. The, uh, our story might have almost ended a couple of times. Um, Pez very specifically, and myself. Um, so now we have finished up that uh, encounter. And there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of recovery that needs to happen. And we need to make sure we make it uh, there before. Say so. Yeah. It was terrible. It was, it was huge. The guy was huge was very big so <clears throat> very well done thank you thank you the party uh having headed through the ancient woods portion of the humble wood trying to make their way to the avium where they hope to gather knowledge about this primordial being that they had seen and almost died to and had destroyed some of the forest of uh over in the ashen plains um they're hoping to gain some kind of knowledge to bring back and maybe defeat or contain that being. In heading through the, the ancient forest, they felt the urgency of the situation and pushed through one night, 
uh, all becoming very much exhausted, and they pushed through the next day and became quite lost, uh, enlisting some helpful uh, bug and bird friends. They found their way uh, back towards where the avium should be, but again, night had fallen. They could see the avium in their sights, and so they pushed through another night and had a rather dangerous run-in with a forest prowler, a rather large, legendary cat-like creature with uh, moss and branches and things that would grow out of its own body, becoming very stealthy in this portion of the woods. Uh, and it, it was looking for a meal, and it almost almost found one. But through some heroic actions of the party, a Dagonet scaling some heights that would never have willingly scaled before, and Lucky making an incredible shot, dealing just enough damage to end the encounter, we find our party in the dark, in the forest, exhausted, bloody, beaten, and with one of them still very much unconscious on the ground next to where the forest prowler lays dead. So that's where we open, I think. We have our camera come down in the night past the owls flying through the trees, and we find where Pez has been stabilized, the corpse of the forest prowler, larger than any of the party on their own, uh, off to the side. Uh, and one lone torch hanging in the air since the lights would have gone out from Pez becoming unconscious. What would you like to do? Uh, Lucky definitely would like to make sure that he uses some sort of survival wisdom, but then make sure that there's potentially not another one in the area, I guess. Just Kind of, it's a lot. The things we don't know if we can take another one. And I want to keep my my ear to the ground or air or branches. You want to perceive the area and see if you can't spot some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you are still exhausted. It is still dark outside. This is still a disadvantage, but you okay. are absolutely able to make a perception check here. Sure. <laughs> Boop, I clicked it. There it goes. Fifteen. Yeah, even at disadvantage, that's excellently done. I think your your heightened awareness of the situation right now has really you know, perked your ears up so much. Um, it's actually kind of just like eerily normal. Everything just feels like after the chaos of this fight, there's just like an owl, there's some rustling, but like it's like a maybe a forest mouse. There's nothing that like really screams at you that there's danger around. Uh, I I think Eli and if the party is and uh, the party's seen him do cure wounds before, um, I think he goes through a lot of the same motions of it and and just places a hand on Pez's shoulder and knowing he knows he doesn't have spell slots for this and he just he doesn't know what else to do i think he's mm -hmm. he's stabilized pez as much as he can and he's just he he's out of magic he knows he is um and i think he's just desperately trying to muster some sort of energy um 
and he's just sort of looking down at, at Pez, just, come on, come on, just, and he, like, maybe just under his breath, looks up at the sky, or where the sky would be, and he just, oh, come on, God, damn it. And uh, I think he just sits back, uh, exhausted, and just looks at Pez. Lucky's gonna come over and pull out his little healing potion out of his pocket. What? Do you want to try this? this? Oh, yeah, yes, yes, thank you, Lucky. And, uh, and he'll immediately just snatch it right out of, before he can finish that sentence, snatch it right out of Lucky's hands and, uh, administer it to, to Pez, um, sort of massaging her throat and helping her swallow it down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go ahead and roll me 2d4 plus 2. Okay. 2d4, 10. Max, nice, yeah. So Pez, uh, while Eli is like cradling you here and ensuring that none of the potion is dripped out, um, you do cough yourself awake uh, in, in Eli's little paws and you feel okay. And I think we get the the rest of us see that like the puncture wounds from where the prowler had basically been dragging Pez around the treetops begin to knit themselves together a little bit. Uh, the blood stains still remain, but the flesh underneath and where you can see now where the feathers had been torn out, uh, they begin to lessen and heal slightly. Oh. What? What happened? What? What happened? Just don't just take it easy. Just don't get up too fast. We're all right. You're all right. I'm a little, I'm a little woozy. That'll uh, that'll take some time to pass. Is the the cat around? We Did got it. it. Did you bleed on me? Eli sort of looks at his own wounds. Um, and I think for for a moment, he's really unsure whose blood is is whose. I mean, it's fine. It's fine. It'll, it'll wash out. It's probably not the biggest issue right now. Um, my body hurts. Um, is, there, is everybody okay? I think so, and yeah, he'll he'll look. I think for the first time, Eli realizes that he hasn't really assessed anybody else. Um, how do how do how do Lucky and Dagonet look? Dagonet is tired, but he's actually fine physically, in that regard. But uh, he's going to be inspecting that prowler. And just like angrily poking it with his spear. Okay. Lucky is not. He is definitely covered in his own blood, and adrenaline's probably what's keeping him up right now. That's just. I came back to life, and now I'm uh, trying to make sure we. Oh, God. Okay. He's not good. I, 
don't know what to do. Okay, yeah. To be honest, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I trust going. I know it's only maybe a couple hours, but I don't know if I trust going the rest of the way through the night. I can't. I, I can't lead it, I don't think. Hey, we should rest. You're right. I... I shouldn't have made us push on. No, I, I, I feel like it was a group decision. I definitely was asking if we should go. I mean, it didn't seem that far, but once you get down here, it's... <laughs> these bushes are... He kind of groans as he goes on. Dagan, it kind of, like, trundles over and puts, like, a hand on Eli's. It was not your decision alone. Like, you know, we, we all decided to go. It is... You know, it, we thought it was we could make it, but uh, it's mistakes best left to be learned from it. It's, you know, it's, uh, I don't think the rest of us are going anywhere tonight. Mm. So I'll keep watch as long as I can. Uh, maybe uh, Loki, uh, maybe, maybe he can use my shield to, uh, you know, huddle in uh, just in case. Uh, that's all right. I, I can, I could take first watch. Uh, Y'all should get some rest. And I think Eli will, uh, if you can cast a a spell, sadly, <laughs> um, he will. Um, I just want to make sure this isn't my channel divinity. No, channel divinity is the feast, the hearth I get just all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, he'll uh he'll conjure the hearth. Um, maybe the fire burns a little bit weaker than it usually does. Sure. Um, and he'll just sort of plop down on the little stump that comes out of the ground that he usually sits on, and uh, just stares into the fire. Dagonet, you were investigating the forest prowler? He was taking a look at it, mostly poking it full of holes. <laughs> okay. Was there anything that you wanted to do with it, or just to give it a good kick? Oh, after a good kick, or two, or three. Uh, he would at least survey of, like how easy it might be to get resources like uh, he's not going to do it now but just kind of like give an overview of like all right how hard is this going to do in the morning kind of thing sure um does Dagonet have any experience with um skinning or teeth pulling or anything like that gathering anything nope okay um let's make a roll of it let's see if he's got any secret uh knowledge about about what to do with it um I think it's, it'll be... Uh, let's make it a survival check. A five. Even with a disadvantage, still a five. Uh, yeah, Dagonate, you have no idea. In your best guess, it would probably be best to take this to a professional. Kind of like looks at it a little bit. Just, I hope it is not heavy to carry. 
I'm gonna go. Turn all back and take a seat beside Eli. Sure. Um, okay. Uh, Eli's gonna take first watch in the city. Uh, Lucky, what are you doing right now? Uh, I feel like, um, where can I, where is placement of this hearth? Uh, where would Eli have put this hearth? Um, I think he would have done it, uh, at the base of a tree, um, so that there's, you know, the canopy is above us, uh, probably a lower hanging or a, a lower tree, like I know some of these are like 30, 40 feet off the ground, the, the canopies. Um, he'd probably pick something slightly smaller. Um, I, I know we were kind of in a, we're not on a road, right? It's like a clearing. Yeah, it's a, it's a very small clearing where uh, yeah. some of the moonlight can filter through the center from these sure. like 60 foot tall treetops. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, I think he would do it like nearer to the clearing uh, under one of these trees. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah. Lucky's literally just bed rolling out, but he's trying to find, like, if they're... Because we're in, like, large brush and bramble, yeah. so he's trying to find, like, a big a big bush or something very thick or survival instinct to essentially hide himself under whatever this is to sleep and heal, hopefully. So that's his... Uh, I don't know if if and DM can correct me on this, but my some of that like bramble and everything from last session came from me, and so that has since dissipated. Yes, uh, so, you you had exacerbated the bramble yeah. for that, but there I mean there are still oh, yeah. definitely large bushes and brambles and gotcha. ferns and things within this area of the woods. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, but as soon as we agree on rest, Lucky's like I I have I gotta get some. So you make yourself like a little burrow in your underneath like a, a large fern or something like that, trying to hide yourself a little bit. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, Pez, you've been brought back from the dead. How? What are you doing? Mm. Uh, just sitting, considering my life choices, <laughs> trying to feel safe. Um, about what time is it? Roughly, like, do we see the sun starting to come up? I don't know if you have any context for what time it is right now, Pez. Um, yeah. But at your best guess, the moon has passed over, you think? You're looking out, like, in the middle of the clearing, trying to look upwards, right? And maybe judge um, what time it is. Uh, you guys had been moving uh, definitely a couple hours into the night. Dawn may be three hours maybe four hours off okay just gonna i'm just gonna journal a little bit by the fire and maybe just try and hunker down and maybe sleep i don't know sure um and i i think that's a good question is the plan here to to take a full eight hours or is it a, an extended long rest of some kind Would we have control of waking up once we fell asleep? You're heroes, so yes, you can you can have control of what you you have internal alarm clocks from long days of adventuring. Uh, my vote is for enough that will, and not to get too meta, enough that will mechanically give us a long rest. Okay, 
So that's eight uh, hours. Uh, at okay. least six hours of sleeping. I, I think Lucky's idea is essentially to rest through the rest of the dark. That way we can be able to see better during the day um, to make sure we get there. Because this Prowler didn't attack us in this wood during the day earlier, but it did attack us at night, essentially. That's it. That was his idea. He's, he's snoozing. <laughs> Very much asleep now. He's going to be there until someone wakes him up. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I, I I think that's if Eli's taking the first watch. So Eli, your watch would be about two hours long, and if you guys yeah. were going to plan to do the full eight, uh, you basically end up waking up sometime around mid morning, uh, later morning. Um, so that's it's entirely up to you. The short rest, obviously, you get your your hit die that you'd be able to use, but the the full rest will give you everything, obviously. Um. Uh. So I guess do do you want to take the full? Uh, yeah, if that gets us through the if that gets us through the the rest of the night, it will. Uh, put yep. you late morning. Um, okay, so yeah. so let's uh, while Pez is journaling, um, it seems that Eli has taken watch here. So Eli, give me a, a perception check uh, at disadvantage, please. Uh, a nine. I I think that twenty would be dope. That twenty would be dope. Uh, and tomorrow morning. It will count. Um, but as of right now, I think you're exhausted and you're doing your best to to keep your eyes open and keep watch. But there's also a lot that's happened in the last couple of days to consider. So maybe your mind wanders uh, a little bit. Um, what does Eli think about during his, his watch? Um, I think Eli, and as has been alluded to in other sessions and the uh in the after show on patreon <laughs> um i think has been <laughs> has been humbled is the is the best word um humbled in the humble wood uh he with every one of these what he considers to be a failure he is somewhat spiraling on the idea that they're in way over their head that maybe the title of heroes of Alderheart was a little prematurely bestowed upon them and he he's really being critical of just how the group and Namely, he has handled these situations. Um, it's getting to him, and I think he's sort of zoning out on that thought. Hmm. That, I don't know, the the avium better be some freaking miracle, because they're going to need it. Hmm. Yeah. Who do you wake for the next watch? Uh, probably Dagonet. Dagonet, um, you're roused yeah. from your slumber by Eli after the watch passes uh, uneventfully, though rather introspectively. 
you take your post on the on the Eli stump that is summoned every time the hearth is. Uh, go ahead and roll me a, a perception check for the evening. Uh, an eight. Yeah, uh, less plagued by it being dark outside, but similarly exhausted. It's been a trying couple of days here. What is Dagonet? What's going through Dagonet's head during, during this two-hour watch? Well, he's definitely feeling the ache in his, his bones, his legs for sure. He's just gonna be, you know, looking at his at his friends, and he he knows the journey's taken a toll on, on everyone, and you know it's. It's been hard on him, but you know he's he's been in this kind of mindset before. And, you know these legs didn't get bad for no reason, and uh, you know he he's he's wishing that you know hopefully the the group can be rallied at the AVM. But he's he's you know he's he's trying he's trying to maybe think of you know what he can do to to help bolster them. You know. Help sure. turn it around as he starts to doze off near the end of his watch. <clears throat> Which, luckily, to for Dagonet, someone with their hero mental alarm clock wakes up just in time for their watch to begin. <laughs> ah, Lucky is awake, thankfully. And like kick the bush because it's like tickling a switch. They <laughs> have <laughs> one little like fern leaf is just like on your toe this whole time. <laughs> And you get up and you see Dagonet there starting to doze at the fire. The fire's low now, but still warm. I go and like sit next to Dagonet. You want to do <clears throat> oh, uh, oh, I, was, I was just uh, resting my eyes a little bit. It's fine. It's, it's, you know. Oh, no, no, I thought you were just in deep thought. Uh, I got my, uh, my bedroll back there if you want to deep think back there, you know. Uh, but I don't know if I'll be able to fit under the, the fern there, but, uh, you know, I, I can maybe tuck my head under. Uh. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, good luck. Uh, so far, it uh, seems to be uh, pretty quiet. Uh. Good, I was afraid I was going to wake up and somebody was... You know, in. Oh, thankfully not. Not yet. Oh, <clears throat> struggles to stand up a little bit and creaks a little bit, pops a little bit. His his limp is definitely more noticeable as he makes his way over to where Lucky was sleeping. You crawl underneath the fur. He does his best. I think the force of just like his weight trying to get him there kind of <clears throat> kind of like tumble underneath it on it over it, it it's a round yeah he's like, oh, this is good enough yeah. yeah excellent um lucky you take your seat on the stump and uh roll me a perception check please at disadvantage Uh, a nine. It's a nine and an eight and a nine. I think everyone's yeah. similarly distracted. So, Lucky, please, give, a, give us some insight into what's going on in Lucky's brain. 
Um, I, I, I feel like I want to say Lucky's like pretty traumatized about now seeing the fall of so many of his teammates a couple of times. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it would be doubt as much as like what Eli is going through, but more of a just like, you know, thieving, thieving before is not that, not this deadly. It was just kind of like you, you try and then the moment you like, you're like, oh, man, we would like leave or whatever. And then we would, you know, go after capture people maybe, you know, but if things got too sick, we would just figure out another plan and, you know, undercut the last guy or whatever. So these like big, deep, dangerous missions where people are like literally unconscious on the ground is that's a lot for somebody who has not taken life as seriously, um, essentially. So yeah, some nice reflection happens. Um, you are the one, <laughs> Lucky, uh, that gets to see the sun finally through the tops of the trees because it has now become mid-morning. You could feel the heat earlier on and as like the, the thickness of the day beginning started to, to weigh down uh, on the forest itself, it becomes a little bit humid. Uh, all of the like greenery and things around you give off that like very, uh, it's that early morning do burn off smell. Does anyone know what I mean by that? It's it's just there's a very particular smell that that green spaces have when the the dew finally uh, evaporates. Um, but it looks like you are the alarm clock for the rest of the group, uh, and you go around and you you wake everyone up. The uh, the stump and the hearth uh, disappearing. I believe they have like an eight hour last time or something like that. So they they fade away, and it is mid morning in um kind of humid portion of the ancient forest where at last you know you are maybe an hour or two walk away from the avium i feel like in in a moment of like reprieve uh lucky definitely lets the sun like rest on his face a little bit just excited that there's light and not you know darkness for things to lurk in within the spaces essentially yeah, and, and along that vein, um, please go ahead and remove uh, your exhaustions. Uh, you are back to full health. You have recovered half of your uh, half of your total levels worth of hit die. Um, so it's always rounded down. So you recover two hit die on the day. Or you are level, yeah, it's a level four. Um, and all your spell slots and spells and your... Uh, Inspirations are all back. And uh, the day has begun. Uh, Eli, do you know if we... Um, I, I mean, in the middle of a fight and stuff, I, I, I was just quickly chasing the, you know, like elbows over at the now probably beginning to stink in the morning sun, potentially carcass. Um, and then I, we were following. I, I don't know if we got too off course from heading south to the avium uh, judging by the daylight and i if you would like me to roll he's gonna try to predict like south is now this way with the rays coming in from the sun coming from uh yeah i i think that one's it's a relatively low dc for that portion of it so yeah go ahead and roll me uh survival for that okay. 
Oh, sorry, uh, I rolled with disadvantage. It's a 21. Cool. Uh, so we will take the first roll on that, luckily. Yeah, so all of your uh, all your rolls are now straight rolls for right now. Um, so yeah, a 21 with your survival. Yeah, easily enough, you're able to pick out the direction that you guys were heading the previous evening. Uh, and yeah, you could probably figure out how to make it to the avium rather well. Yeah, that looks good. Uh Hopefully we're just a few hours out at this point. I mean, I, 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 at least before the next nighttime is what I hope. Now, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, well, that shouldn't be too hard. Hey, how you feeling, Pez? You, you have any nightmares? You feeling all right? A little achy. Um, I don't know. And it's just there's just a lot to think about. We'll, we'll just we'll get we'll get to the place I think and then you know read some stuff and report back but I don't know there's just are we bad at this I I mean I don't know. I, I feel like Lucky has had his own inner debate about whether he's good at what he does anymore and he just kind of goes. <laughs> Like laugh, little chuckle laugh to try to laugh it off, and starts heading out. Oh, that's all right. It's this, this, this way. I'm sorry. It's the morning. I just the peppy morning. Let's make some flower crowns on our way. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, like he's already trying to like clear a path to be like south is uh, this way. So. Pez, do you make a flower crown? <clears throat> If there's flowers around. There are absolutely flowers for you to make a flower crown out of. I'm gonna make one for everybody if there's time. Do you grab what you can while walking? Uh, they are a, an eclectic assortment of flowers, but they are all chained together, uh, and you are able to create four flower crowns. Pop them on everybody's head. Here you go. We'll we look great. We're gonna make a great impression. Thank you, Piss. That's uh, very nice. And yes, your, Eli will wear it on his head. Your spikes hold it real good. Mm hmm. He's not coming yeah. off for nothing. Thank you. Okay. And like I said, as uh, Lucky was able to surmise, after well, about an hour and a half, let's say, uh, it's just afternoon. You finally exit the forest. And as you do, you see what is clearly the avium. And I'm gonna go ahead and send this uh, to you guys, this handout here, and pull it up on uh, this for chat to see so you can see the avium, this structure that you have finally, finally, finally made it to. The avium has four gigantic circular stone platforms floating alongside several towers and spires in the air above you. These structures slowly rotate 
around the leafless and branchless tree trunk that is made from solid stone. The trunk towers hundreds of feet high, and the orbiting structures appear to connect to stone bridges, which jut out of the trunk near its upper levels. As you approach, you see two perch guard in crenellated watch posts above the entryway of this petrified trunk. They greet you, and moments later, a bespectled, robed raptor glides down and lands at your feet. Uh, looks roughly middle-aged, a mistral raptor, uh, wearing glasses and uh, kind of a long purplish robe. Uh, she greets you. Oh, um, hello. We've been expecting you. I am Professor Reese Birchwalker. Uh, welcome, heroes of Aldahat, to the Avium. And she gestures behind herself toward the towering structure with the rotating platforms. You all look... Well, I hate to be so blunt, but you all look terrible. It's not been an, uh, it's not been an easy ride getting here. Oh, yes, um... I'll take it you went through the forest, then. Yeah, uh, that's, that's a, that's a tough one. I, well, I'm sure that the Dean will appreciate your, your urgency. Um, he's expecting you. Uh, so please do, uh, do come in inside. Uh, she leads you to this large central gate, which appears to be the only real entrance to the structure. She pulls out an amulet with the avium's crest on it from the folds of her robe and presents it to the giant wooden double doors. After a brief moment, the same symbol edges itself in light across the entrance, and with a heavy creak, the doors begin to part revealing an interior lounge. She ushers you forward, and you enter uh, the lounge. And there seems to be a, a main desk against the far wall, which behind some scribe is busy with uh, tottering piles of paper. Several chairs and couches are situated around circular tables throughout the room, which is lit comfortably by floating braziers containing magical flame. Portraits of wizened bird folk hang from the walls, each one wearing robes similar to those of your attendant. Behind the main desk is a spiral staircase that leads down. The staircase is flanked by a pair of large bird folk statues, one of which bears the likeness to a corvum whose portrait hangs from the west wall. Opposite the staircase, a circular platform rests in its own cylindrical alcove. Professor Birchwalker uh, leads you to this circular platform and utters some incantation under her breath, which causes the entire stone disc to rise from the ground and propels you upwards through the trunk of the tree. A few windows occasionally zip by on the way up. You can see glimpses of the wood outside and just how high you're actually traveling. Ooh, the platform stops about halfway up the structure and the party uh, finds your you find yourself in the area next to uh, what seems to be a busy atrium 
Professor Birchwalker um, leads you to what you would presume to be the Dean's office. She opens the door. You see a round stone office as you enter, surrounded on all sides by windows, through which several spires and large circular terrariums can be observed floating by. The many tables inside the office are filled with disorganized piles of books, and the desk is in a similar state of disorder. A sable luma peeks up from over the books. Oh, um, please excuse me. I'm reviewing a few hundred of these theses of my students. Uh, it's excellent work, but one does tend to lose track of time. I am terribly, terribly sorry. The luma is, well, it's Gabe Winsworth, and I'll, I'll show you what old, old Gabe Gabe looks like here. This is, this is Gabe, Gabe Winsworth, and Chad, I'll pull this up real quick. That's the Dean, Dean Winsworth. Little, got some feathers up in the back there, a nice bluish plumage, green robes, and uh, he's a friendly looking, friendly looking fellow. He clears the few tomes off his desk before moving to give each of you a very firm handshake and officially welcoming you to his college. Uh, yes, uh, welcome, welcome. Uh, yes, yes, uh, clasps it, both hands, shaking vigorously for each of you. Uh, and then he steps back and says, I hope uh, you all made it to the avium in, in, in such ease and, and speed. Uh, I know we have some urgent business to attend to. Um, how are you, how are you? I do apologize, I do only know that you are the heroes of Alderheart. I haven't rightly been sent anyone's names, which seems to be quite the oversight from the council. Uh, so how about you, fellow Hedge? Um, what is, what is your name? Uh, my name's, uh, Eli Briarwood. Uh, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Oh, ple pleasure's all mine, all mine. And he comes back over and, like, shakes your hand again even more vigorously than the first time. Um, and, and yes, uh, how about your, uh, you here, uh, the, you're carrying so many swords and uh, the, the, I'm sorry, I, I'm, I'm, what do we call jur beans now? I, I, I don't really, uh, used to be like mice, but now jur bean is the, anyways, uh, what is your name? Uh, it's, a, it's Lucky, that's the name, and jur bean's fine. L lucky, lucky, yes. Ah, the belt buckles should give in a way that you have so much luck. Ah, good, good, yes. Um, and Mr. Strig, wow, you are a large specimen. Wow, the armor is quite impressive. That plume is... You note now that, like, your plume is brushing the top of his little office space. And, and, and oh, what, uh, what is your name? I am, uh, I am Degonay Flolo. Hmm. Yes, well, well, welcome, Dagonet, welcome, welcome, and again, shakes your hand rather vigorously. So, and, and yes, oh, look, another Luma. Hi, hello, I am Dean Winsworth. Who who might you be? Oh, hi, Dean Winsworth. Um, I'm Pez Pingo. It's nice, it's nice to meet you. Pez Pingo. This place is very clean. Why do I recognize that name? Oh, am I just... I'm a musician. Do you like music? Well, I seem I'm quite busy most of the time, but I, I do have some other professors and students that seem to make time for the arts, and I, you know, I do appreciate that from time to time. Um, 
Oh, there's some really good 10 hour long songs that are great to study to. Is that, is that right? Uh, potentially lo-fi beats? Oh, it's practically, it's, it's my own little spin on it, but yeah, if, if you're looking for some. Ah, yes. Mm. Mm. Maybe, well, um, but yeah, but so I'm terribly, terribly sorry. And he gestures to the small table behind. There's, there's some chairs. There's tea. Ah, tea. Um, yeah, can, could you please, uh, Birch Walker, please, could you bring some tea? And she's, of course, Steen, of course. And she turns and leaves the room and he like sits down backwards in one of the chairs, like across from you guys sitting down now at the table. Rather cool professor-like. So tell me of your journey. What I, I have heard at least something from the council here yeah, that we are looking for information, but please do fill me in. Uh, yes, we, uh, we've encountered some creatures that we don't rightly know. Well, a singular creature in particular that we don't rightly know how to, um, Alderheart is in danger. The fires from the Scorch Grove are spreading, and I don't know if this is the cause of it or a symptom of it, but there is a rather large elemental that poses a great threat to the surrounding wood and Alderheart itself. And uh, we don't know how to stop it. Right. I believe the council had been calling it the, uh, some kind of aspect of fire. I, I think there's some speculation as to what this thing might actually be. Uh, an ancient and powerful beastie, yes? Hmm. Well, Very you powerful. won't find information on something that old and powerful in just any library, of course. But thankfully, the avium was built upon the greatest store of knowledge in all of Humblewood. Quite literally, uh, beneath our main building is the oldest structure here, a library with a collection of tomes, folios, manuscripts, gathered all over from Everden. Uh, with any luck, you'll find something there that you're looking for. Um, small disclaimer. You know, I, don't, I don't think we need luck on our side. I think we need speed and haste on our side at the yes, moment. absolutely. If you know. Right. Um, I mean... So, I do want to caution a little bit. Some of those tomes are a little, um, deadly. Um, but with our librarians, they are experts. They'll help point you in the right direction while steering you clear of some of the uh, <laughs> advanced materials. I'm, I'm sorry, when you say deadly, are you referring to the subject matter of these tomes? Well, yes, uh, sometimes uh, we do have a couple of professors here that uh, do dabble in necromancy, and uh, don't be surprised if you find some walking skeletons around. Uh, they do serve as some sort of uh, servant structure here in the avium. Uh-huh. Um. But some of those books will quite literally just kill you. You'll just die from reading the words on the page. So, you know, caution as well as speed, it's all very important. 
How does the reading uh, cause you to die? Uh, well, you know, uh, the wiggly, wobbly, magic, timey-wimey stuff. Is there is there a warning on the cover, possibly? Like, hey, you read this, this book will kill you? Not particularly, but like I said, we have done our best in organizing all of these things, and if you, oh, listen to our librarians, you should steer quite clear of any sort of that kind of trouble. So you're saying that a librarian will be uh, with us to make sure we don't even touch these these things? I, th I think that might be best. I hadn't rightly considered it, but I'm sure that we can find someone to, to give you a, a good tour. But uh, as of right now, I, I, I do want to... Where are those damn things? He reaches inside of his robe pockets and eventually comes out with... Uh, Four small amulets that have the insignia of the avium upon them. They look to be a little bit of lesser quality than Professor Birchwalker's. Um, and he hands each of one of them to each of you. Ah, these are amulets uh, specifically made for guest researchers. Um, these will give you access to the dormitory chambers that we've specifically prepared for you, so you have a place to stay. The library itself is rather large and... Well, if you don't know specifically what you're looking for, research can take quite a bit of time. So, we've prepared you a place to, to stay. Um, you won't have to worry about food, either. The amulets grant you free meals at the dining hall. And you, please, feel free to sit in on any lectures you wish to attend around, around the campus, and maybe peruse some of the more conventional libraries. Uh, they uh, orbit the outer structure. How do they stay uh, afloat? The wibbly wobbly, timey wimey magic stuff. It's all very, very complex. It's definitely not like a support structure I've seen before. Yes, um. Magic is quite incredible. So I'm finding out. I'm sure it's safe, you know? None, nothing bad can happen. Right? Like, none of them have uh, fallen before? Um, not in recent memory, at least. I'm sure there's a book down there somewhere that uh, details that when the building of the avium that something probably came crashing down and hurt a lot of people and it was quite the tragedy and it was really awful and we'd really try to bury that part of a historical portion of the avium. Um, right, oh, tea, yes, ah, and the tea finally arrives and is placed down in, in front of you and says, ah, yes, please, uh, enjoy yourselves here, um, if you have any questions, um, uh, I, I assume Professor Birchwalker will be able to assist you. He kind of gives a glance over at Birchwalker's side. Yes, of course, Dean. I will lead the party wherever they need to be for today. Ah, good. I have a class to teach, and I need to glide on over to one of those platforms I was just talking about while trying not to be too scared of it collapsing now. So, I leave you in the capable wings of Professor Birchwalker, and I will... Call upon you later, or you may come visit me in my office at any, uh, any time, if I'm not in, uh, 
Well, I'll be in eventually. <laughs> ha, um, have a wonderful day, and uh, good luck! And he sweeps himself out of the room. I think you just... See, Lucky this whole time has just been like... Uh, he, he spoke very quick. Um... I'm sorry, you books? Sure that is... I'm still not clear on how a book can kill us. Where do they get the skeletons from? I, oh. I thought this place would be, a, you know, safe. I feel like there's more to, here to, to hurt us in here than, than out there. I don't, I don't know about you guys. I'm not feeling this tea right now. Uh, Is it rude if I don't drink it? I don't know. I'll just have a little sip in, in case they might notice. It's fine. Mm -hmm. uh, just, to, just pretend to drink it. It's fine. Flawless. <laughs> it smells pretty good. <laughs> I, not that I think he's anything wrong with it. I just don't think we have time for tea time. Is my point, you know? Mm. Yeah. I um, I don't know. I suppose if there's like categories in this library, and we look at like, uh, well, the calamity might be a good place to start, right? There's probably a good bit of history about that. That would probably yeah. be a place to start. Should we start with a bath? We're we're pretty gross. That we don't want to get also... like mud and stuff on the. Oh yes, I can imagine them not being too kind if uh, we dirty the the deadly tomes. Like he just like, wants his hands and just like wipes them on his pants. All right, now let's go. Like, am I the only one who feels a sense of urgency? Well, I don't know if he really got the idea that we were like, you know, dealing with the entity that we are. You know what I'm saying? Is it just me? No, I, I, I understand that. I, I don't know if he understands what an hour is or what a week is or if he notices anything different in between. Um, well, and this place is fairly far removed from the rest of the wood. I mean, well, you can see why. We're, we're pretty much on the other side of the world in his eyes. Uh, Alderheart is... I mean, the Scorched Grove is the opposite side of the wood as this. I mean... Perhaps and I wonder if the fires have at least affected them at all. You know? I mean, clearly, I, I, I haven't seen any refugees seen or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that any refugees would survive walking through what we just went through. No, certainly not. But, well... Well, uh, we can change a shit. Yeah. You know, yeah, drop off, uh, down. you know, the things that we don't need. Maybe keep on the armor, though. Mm. Maybe these pages come biting at us or something. I don't know. Sure. You joke, but I don't know either. Oh, I was not joking. <laughs> Good. Okay. You guys would like to head to your dormitory? Okay. Yeah, so uh, 
for you guys on, on, on your map, uh, the dormitory is the number five there. And um, Professor Birchwalker will lead you to the, the dormitory portion. Um, this means you don't have to go to any of the orbiting platforms. It's just a, a walk down. Uh, and she leads you to your rooms, which are situated in the faculty dormitory uh, area, but kind of a little bit off to the to the side there. And you open the room, and, and, and you note that it is maybe sparsely, but nicely uh, situated. There are uh, two sets of bunk beds, so there are four total beds in here. There are two trunks at the base of each bunk bed, or a, a trunk at the base of each bunk bed, and also uh, a dresser uh, with a mirror and a, a wash base in there as well. Clean. Yes, um, I suggest making use of the faculty bathing area if you tend, if you would like to uh, peruse some of the books, I think the librarians would be much more amenable to uh, not staining the pages with blood. I mean, it's dry blood. I think it's past the point of leaving any prints, but uh, whatever makes the process smoother, yeah. They might be more willing to help us if, you know, we're at least cleaner. Yes, and and though your armors are quite nice and your weapons are quite nice, um, this is a college. If you wouldn't mind... um, Maybe cutting a less imposing figure? But what do we do if something attacks us? Like, he just mentioned that the, the these tomes are deadly. Listen to the librarians, you'll be fine. Winsworth is, as his name suggests, quite full of hot air a lot of the time. Wonderful man. Rather excitable. Um... But really, this is a school, and the safety of our professors and our students are, is paramount. You won't have to worry about being attacked inside the avium. Are we, uh, are we allowed to like, check out books and bring them back here to read, or do we need yes, to? Yes. Um, some will be available for you to peruse there, uh, and the library is very well situated for doing research within it. Um, some books will be able to be removed, but some are quite ancient, and to protect the tomes themselves, we do have to keep them in the library. So you will have some options. Um, but again, listen to your librarians. They are the experts on them, and when I need a book, I go ask them. Uh, which way was the uh, the bath, faculty bath? Oh yes, um, it's going to be down at the end of the hallway there, uh, and on the right, you should be able to to find the faculty bath area. This is at that point in time when I would ask you to not be so afraid of skeletons. Um, a lot of our uh, cleaning and uh, bath drawing and things of that nature are done by reanimated. Uh, birdfolk skeletons. Um, these are old faculty members or students or those that had 
uh, used to work here and continue to want to work here in Undeath. Um, it is an option that the Avium provides. Are they are they aware? How can you talk to them? How does I'm not quite boned up on my necromancy, um, but we do have some professors of necromancy here that would likely be um, better to ask about the details of such things. It's been going on here for centuries, and I, well, I'm not quite sure how it's handled anymore. I just um. Well, they're very useful. Nice that they're locally and ethically sourced. That's what I said. Yes, I, I, I think so. Do they, do they sign a paper and just be like, yeah, I would like to be a skeleton? Uh, again, I'm Later. just a professor here, not really uh, privy to the whole background on that. Real interesting, either way. Yeah, I'm not gonna think too hard about it, or else, uh... Anyway, um... Yeah, we should clean ourselves up and then hop to it, I think. Well, um, do take your time, uh... The Avium has food available to you, freshly cooked, and, um... It does look like you've had quite a hard road. Uh, again, feel free to sit in on any classes or um, try and uh, gather some knowledge for, for yourself. Well, with all due respect, Alderheart doesn't exactly have time to spend on things like this. We really need to get all the information we can and get back. Okay, um... Well, all, all, all right then. Uh, again, baths down the hall. And uh, again, the request to maybe go less armed and armored around the avium proper and the libraries themselves. Noted. Thank you. Um, If you do need anything, uh, my office is actually just next to the Dean's. Uh, I have office hours for the next couple of hours if you need anything. Thanks for all your help. Yes, um, of course. And I'm sorry I couldn't be of more help. I do wish you the best of luck. I'm sorry that um, maybe the urgency is lost on us here. We're quite removed from things happening north of us. Um, but all yes, right. good, good luck. And she turns to leave the room. As a practical sense of what they mentioned when they're saying if you want to go take classes or do anything like that, uh, if you wanted to learn spells or concoct potions or things like that, there are things available for you to go and do and learn. By studying a full day and practicing, any bard, ranger, sorcerer, or warlock could swap a spell they've learned previously for another the same level on your class list. Normally, you're only allowed to do this during a level change. Um, but if any of you had a desire to switch one spell out for another, you could try and do that. Anyone that's proficient in an herbalism kit, you could go to the potions laboratory and learn how to make some potions if you'd like. Um, 
But those are two options available to you here at the at the avium. That being said, I think with our party settling in and maybe going to a bath, we will take our first break. We will come back and figure out if books really do kill in the library of the avium when we come back about three to five minutes. Right back. Hey guys, thanks again for tuning into Diefall Alderheart episode 18. Golly, man, we've done a good amount of these. If you like what you see and you like what you hear, think about hitting that follow button here on this channel. If you'd like to see more of what we've got going on, you can head on over to youtube.com slash runawayrobot, or if you'd like everything in the podcast format, you can head on over to Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud and type in Diefall Dungeons & Dragons or Diefall Podcast. It'll pull us right up. Big thank yous to everyone being out here and supporting all the time it is uh super 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 well appreciated and double big thank yous to our patrons uh, zombie fighter wraith vesg tin robot h burns shades of blue and jabras thank you guys so very much for that all of your support at patreon.com slash diefall goes directly to the cast members of this show you can suggest NPC names, you can get behind-the-scenes post-shows, and you can also get an NPC written into a game, or you can get some really cool show art. Our first release of the show art will be at the end of this month, and I'm super-duper stoked about that. Thanks again for being here, guys. I really do appreciate it, and we will be right back. Welcome back, everyone, to Diefall Alderheart episode... 18 Hogwarts edition so we're all here at the Avium um, and the party has been put into their dormitories where they are allowed to relax clean themselves up and have been asked multiple times to leave some of their more dangerous murder implements behind uh, so you guys are here in your dormitory what would you like to be doing Dagonet is going to very reluctantly take off his armor and put his shield to the side and just shake his head. I think she's there. They said we look intimidating. Are we scary? Well, we are covered in a lot of blood, so I thought maybe that could be it, but... Um... Well, it's only our own blood. Well, they don't know that. Like he's already like shuffling out of his stuff to like wash because apparently that's the most efficient way to which we're going to be able to earn knowledge to save people at the moment. So it's just like, fine, fine, I'll take a, I'll take a bath. Clumps of his like fur are all like matted with blood and whatnot. So he's just. I mean, you always do your best studying when when you're in a in a good state, right? Maybe we'll do a little bit a little bit of self care first, and then we'll be rearing to go, and that's how we'll retain all the information we need. Uh, you, you know what? I, I think maybe maybe you're right. Uh, if pushing through the night only to get our asses kicked is any 
indication maybe urgency is a good idea on paper but let's take care of ourselves because we can't give a hundred percent if we don't get a hundred percent i think that's very wise pez yeah i just want to um, okay fair fair enough um yeah yeah i'll uh I'll be, uh, are there, it looks like I'm just looking at the map here. Are there little yeah. like outside bits that are on like the, this level that I could just like, I don't know, sit at and look upon the campus and see all the floating bubbles. There's definitely large windows uh, and, like, sitting areas. This is the faculty area, faculty dormitories. There's definitely going to be, yeah. like, a common room area where there's just, like, a table and some chairs sur surround, and then you'd be like, oh, there's, like, a, a, a window that looks out upon the, the rest of the campus or something like that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, I think that Eli would go to some sort of a common area and just kind of... <laughs> observe the outside world and sure maybe uh, read bring his little his broble his, his bro bible i don't know the book of gaspard heck it in in observing out the window you do note that the structures that orbit the trunk do so at varying heights and speeds and it looks like some are rotating faster than the others if you stay here for a longer amount of time, you'd be able to figure out, like, timings, but mm. it's up to you. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he'll let us up there. All right, uh, Lucky, what are you doing? Uh, Lucky was literally shuffling out of as much armor and weaponry as possible mm -hmm. uh, to gather up bath supplies and go take a bath. Because he feels like, with everybody telling him to take a bath the entirety of this campaign, that all of the you must take a bath is like pointed directly at him because he's probably extremely dirty. But he's also extremely like, we need to get stuff done. So he's like, fine, 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 But probably been grumbling <laughs> sure. to himself in the corner to like shuffle out as much clothes without exposing too much of his little herb behind as possible to get down to the. Right, grabbing yeah. a towel and like the tiny yeah. little shampoo bottles that obviously yeah. come in the guest dormitories, you shuffle down the hall um, to where it looks like there's been some baths drawn. There's like some privacy curtains around too, and there's like a couple of these uh, copper tubs that have been filled. And when you walk in, you do note that there are some like servitor bird folk skeletons just in this bathroom area and just like around performing janitorial tasks. He just does as much of a shuffle at a far enough angle around them as possible. Give us like a little bit of the heebie-jeebies. Like you can't, you can't really be warned enough about seeing an animated skeleton. Keep yourself from being freaked out when you see one. So I imagine his reaction is just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, as their bones clack together against like the wooden broom handle or whatever. It's it's a really <laughs> unsettling kind of thing. Um. But you do, you go to the, the, the bath and you find it and it is rather relaxing. Is there anybody else uh, in here with me? Did I see anybody else as we came in? Or? Um, It's midday. 
uh, you're likely the only one utilizing the bath at this point in time, uh, unless oh, another one of your party mates was there. Pez? Yeah. All right, Pez, Pez went with you as you guys skirted around all of the, the skeletons uh, and found your way to a, a, another adjacent copper bathtub. He's like, is there like, it's like kind of open walling and stuff? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Hey, Pez, hey, Pez. Yeah, how, how you doing? Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing good, doing good. You doing okay over there? I'm all right. The water's warm. Um, I, yeah, this is weird, right? Is there a skeleton really close to your bath? Is there, is there a skeleton really close to my bath? I'm just gonna look around. Uh, I'd probably be aware of where the skeletons yes. are. <laughs> They're eerily quiet, and one has made its way into the room that you're in to pour in some more hot water. Oh, hello. Uh, thanks. I appreciate it. What's, what's your name? The skeleton does not seem to recognize your existence and leaves the room with an empty bucket. I hope you're doing well. And they kind of like clack against the like tiling of the floor with their weird bony feet. It's weird, isn't it? If you're all bones, do you think you could hear stuff? Maybe, maybe they speak in like a sign language? Should we draw them pictures? No, I don't know if I want, I don't, I think they're doing fine. He's like, just trying to scrub as quickly as possible. You know, like a kid would be where they're just like dousing their head out of the water and just be like, okay, 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 okay. Gotta play Mario, gotta play Mario, gotta play Mario, yep. You probably, like he's probably just like, okay, I'm going now, you all right? You still gonna, you gonna, all right? You all right? Water is really warm and it's going to be really hard to get out because mostly I don't want to. Okay, good. But, and you just hear his like pitter patter if he's. Oh, okay, bye. That's skills of not a. No, he's probably not even half water. He's just wet still. It's like, I don't want to be in here. Okay. It's a little trail of water. Yeah, just a little. It's like dripping off in big drops right off the tip of the tail. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so obviously, lucky you make it back to the room and you can get changed and stuff. Uh, Pez, how long do you stay in the bath area? I'm going to try to get out, but every time I try to get out, my body, it just won't move, you sure, know? Sure. And like every once in a while, you assume that same skeleton servitor comes back in and like gives you more hot water to refresh the bath. Are you happy here? Nod once for yes, twice for no. Roll me a perception check. Oh. <laughs> uh. An 18. Was that a, was that a nod? Oh, 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 oh. Okay, well, I'm glad you're doing good. Um, I hope undeath is treating you kindly. You look. You look great. Thank you for the water. I hope Undeath treats me kindly too. Oh my god. Um, Dagaday, what are you up to while Pez is taking in some more of the bath? He was kind of awkwardly standing in nothing but a towel and being like, 
What weapon do I, I don't want to just walk out and there's nothing. He's going to grab a quarterstaff and maybe they won't notice. And he's going to like pretend to use it as like a okay. walking stick. And so he waddle his way over to the trying to hold his towel around his, you know, midsection. I don't know if there's going to be a towel wide enough, but he's going to try. Maybe it might be a little open on the side. I don't know. <laughs> there's some owl butt hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> some string tail you know, feathers. Man, he, he doesn't really care. He's, you know, yeah. at least some bits are covered. He's trying to be decent for everyone else. He doesn't care yeah. about it. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, make it over to the to the bath, rather. Yeah, easily. Yeah. No one questions yeah. you. When, when he gets in, he, like, when you kind of, like, plop something in a barrel and, like, water just flows over. Uh-huh. Like, <clears throat> and he kind of soaks in his belly, kind of, like, sticks over over the water. Yeah. Eventually, noting that some of the water had come out, a skeleton servitor comes in and dumps a bucket of water onto that belly. It's rather warm. Just, like, eyes it very suspiciously and, like, looks at his quarterstaff every now and then and, like, looks back at it and, like, looks back at his quarterstaff and he's kind of... Just gonna hold on to the edge of the bath. Hey, hey, Dagonet! Uh, Bez, you, uh, you in here too, eh? Yeah. Oh, how's your bath? How's it going? Oh, it's a nice, uh, nice tub. Uh, oh, I don't know how I'm going to get out. Uh, it was quite a roll to get in. Maybe the skeleton's gonna help? Oh, maybe, do you have, do you have Steve on you? Uh, I left Steve uh, in my bag, uh, so unfortunately you can't uh, pull me out. Uh, uh, I, I'm afraid if the skeletons uh, help, uh, I might pull one of their arms off. Oh yeah, probably all that. I think they can hear us. They seem friendly. He's coming. Oh, I... They... they uh, they were nice to to you. They, you had nice conver conversation. Well, it, 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 they they nodded once, which is good, I think. It's weird. It's weird, Dagonet. Yeah, this is all above uh, my head uh, for sure. Uh, not every day you have a skeleton uh, filling your bathtub. They're doing a really good job at it. They're doing great. Do you suppose that they need a spell for to tell them to do that, or do you think that they, you know, someone just asked them to to do that? Uh, you know, like, do they still have uh, free will if uh, they've been brought back by uh, the the necromancer? Oh no. I don't know. Would they have free will? Is uh, this... I, I, what are I the don't... ethics of necromancy? I, I know nothing uh, about this, but I am, you know, how... They have to keep their bones up with magic. Uh, what happens to uh, to them? You know, it's a, is the magic making them, them move? Maybe they just like being kind of alive. I, I imagine that uh, if I were dead, I just wanted to rest. 
I, I can't imagine wanting to keep working once you're once you're dead. It might be pleasant work. Maybe they, I don't know, take baths too. Do they get breaks? To break their bones? Oh no! I hope not. You could just tie back together, maybe though. I mean, repairing a broken bone might be easy if you're all bone, right? You just Wrap it up. Well, normally you have something you stuff around the bone to help it uh, stay. This is I don't know. This is uh, maybe Ooh. too early in the in the afternoon for such a what is the word uh, philosophy? I, I suppose. Uh, oh, maybe we could take a class on it. I yes uh, I. I suppose, uh, I don't know how much this old brain can learn, but, uh, yeah. You could just ask somebody, too, be like, what's the answer to philosophy with these skeletons? This is probably, uh, easier if we find one of the professors that, uh, you know, makes them move, yeah. Yeah. This is a really good use of our time, I think. Yeah, I, you know, as well. What else are you going to do? Uh, you know, oh, I should probably uh, bathe eh, instead of just soak. It was really comfortable, though. Mm. It's really hard to get out. Yeah, that will be a problem. I will solve at a, a little time. Nah, we'll now I guess. Steve. Yeah, yeah, you might. Mm, yeah, we we might have to get Steve. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> you guys wrap up your, your bath time, head back, get some clothes on. Uh, Eli, do you meet the party, uh, ready to, to go? Uh, yeah, I think at some point he would have, like, done some light washing up and at least washed his hands because he will be handling, uh, pages that hopefully won't kill him. Uh, but yeah, I'll, uh. Meet back up party. Excellent. Uh, okay, so what is the plan, party? It is probably mid-afternoon now. I mean, I think we should uh, at least go and ask and start, start realizing how many books we're going to have to read between us, and then that way we can maybe get our hands on some of the ones we can bring back Look him over tonight if you guys want to shake him water out of his ears because he went too fast trying to bathe, you know? Sure. Uh, yeah, I think that a good place to start would be with the cataclysm. Um, and we'll see what kind of a resource they have in there uh, I mean, about that. Pez told us, you know, this. Don't you remember she told us that, like, this was something. Or was it you that told us that this was something that. Ma ma like real magic, like at least oh, at least um, you know. Yeah, I I wouldn't know how to put it into words, but that that orb that was mm -hmm. conjured, uh, was conjur it was conjuration magic, um, to rile up the fire bats or the amber bats rather, um, 
I don't know if it's affiliated with that, but I right, yeah, I don't you know. know if it's a product of of the elemental or somebody else that's rallying it up, but yeah, it's something to keep in mind. It's a good catch, Lucky. Okay, at least try look at stuff like that. I don't, I don't know much about them. I just know a few little things here. Now. If anything, it might be helpful to learn about how to resist stuff like that later. You know, yeah, that's a good point. So I'll I'll look at I'll look for that. If, if you want to look for Cataclysm stuff. Uh, have you seen from Pez and uh, Dagony? As if on cue, Pez and Dagonet come out into the small sitting area where Eli and Lucky are speaking. We are here and we smell so good. Yeah, we were, uh, yeah, that's... Uh... You look great. Smell great. Doing great. Glad you're feeling better. Skeletons are creepy, right? You feel like creepy. It is uh, something that is going to get hard to uh, get used to. Wonder if they ever have a shift where they're not in there, so I can go and bathe with them not there. You know. Well, maybe you can ask that. Uh... This one, uh, Professor, if, uh, they can set aside the narrator without them or something. Just feel weird. Anybody with eyes or even without eyes really looking in when you're trying to bathe. I don't know if you guys feel that way. Maybe the without eyes is even worse. I don't know. It's weird. It is something that maybe I don't want to quite, uh, ponder on, uh, having, you know, just been in a room with uh, skeletons and uh, you know nothing in but some water. Mm. But cool. uh, maybe we should uh, you know grab some snacks and uh, see where we can. Uh, oh, you suppose that they'll let us have uh, some snacks? Uh, probably not with these tomes. I mean, I can I can try to sneak some in if you think you're gonna need some while we're in there. It's not that. I'm sure it's not that big of a deal, right? But it's probably fine. It's, it's probably not books that can smell food and attack you for it, right? and hopefully not. I don't know if I've ever known a book to do that. We were talking about uh, trying to get down there today, though. If you wanna, so Eli thinks things about the cataclysm would be good. I was saying something about uh, like because remember he mentioned that that bio up was uh, conjured. You know, but like conjuration magic or maybe fire specific or whatever. Oh, but no. I do remember that a little. I just remember it being very hot. That's all I re really remember. But, uh, all right. Uh, do we all split up or do we go in, in, in pairs or? I imagine we'll find out whenever the librarian tells us where we have to go. Maybe they're conveniently like right next to each other and we don't have to. Yeah, let's all meet with the librarian and uh, Do you want to get food on the way? You know, like maybe this is it conveniently the cafeteria is like on the way to the Sorry, Dagonet mentioned food and now I can You know <laughs> uh, You know what the the let's just say the cafeteria is near the dormitory area and you're easy you can easily enough like go to the faculty dining room and get something to eat 
Can we scoop by and go? It sounds great. Great. So you stop by the faculty cafeteria and get yourself a, a little bit of a bite to eat. Uh, interestingly enough, it's all served to you by skeletons. Used to be a veritable army of these things here. Um, but yeah, the food is good. You have no idea if the skeletons cooked it, but it was served to you by these weird bird folk skeleton things. Um, after consuming your meal, uh, does anyone try to sneak any food? Uh, unless anybody's advised Lucky not to... He is presumably amongst the plans of pocketing a few muffins or something, just in case, you know? Yeah. They definitely have some blueberry muffins that you could absolutely pocket. Oh, yeah. yeah. No one no one questions you, even if they did see it. Uh, but we'll see how that goes in the library. He's still, like, very overtly. Like, whether people are looking directly at him or not, he's still just like... And now I really want a blueberry muffin. Okay, so you guys head down to the to the library. All right. So on your on your map of the avium, just so you know, the lower library is number six, all the way down at the bottom. So you have to step onto the elevator platform that you would come up, or you could walk all of the stairs all the way down. Dagonet, which one would you like to take? Oh dear, what is the lesser of two evils? Uh, I, well, I, to save my strengths, let's take the, the platform thingy. Okay. So you go to the platform thingy and you step on top of it and you look down and it seems to be this kind of like intricate tile work of uh, the avium's crest and you look around and no, like, levers or buttons or... Were we uh, told uh, how to make this uh, thing work? Maybe it's one of those things where you just jump. And if we all jump at the same time, it'll go down. suppose it needs a... Oh, uh, do we still have the, um, the medallions? Hopefully all of you have your medallions still, unless someone's decided to lose them. Uh, Eli will, what, what was done? He held it up to the door and it like radiated the set, like it drew like the same sort of. Yeah. So the per professor uh, Birchwalker, uh, when she let you inside the, the room and when she utilized the, the elevator itself, she basically just made like a passing motion with the, the amulet or the, the badge, uh, over an area. And then it just went. Eli would attempt to do the same thing. Okay, so you pull out your badge and you, what do you what do you wave it over at? Uh, whatever she did to make the elevator go up. Okay, sure. Uh, and what is Eli thinking about right now? He is thinking he wants to go down to the library. 
Perfect. So you do a waving motion and your brain is set upon the library and there's a lurch as the swiftly moving elevator all the way down the avium trunk. Every once in a while you see those windows pass again as the ground comes rushing up to meet you from the outside and you swiftly stop at the bottom giving yourself a little bit of a jerk as it slows itself to stop in the main entryway. Well, how about that? That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It was definitely something. Is this, is this where we're supposed this is where we're supposed to get off? Lucky Looks says like as it. they poke their head out and see yeah. a sign that says in lower library and there's an arrow pointing down the stairs next to the elevator. Well, all right, right. Lucky gets off. Dagonet pauses for a second, composes himself before he takes a step off the the elevator. Yeah, you you feel your, like, leg kind of... You know when you, like, miss the step in the right way, or you've been, like riding one of those walking or the the walkways for too long and you step off of it and your body has to readjust at what speed you're traveling yeah you get a little bit of that vertigo is there anybody around that we see yeah so you're back in the uh, the front entrance of of the avium here so there's that same scribe that you had seen previously that seems to have gotten even more towers of paper surrounding them. Uh, don't know if they've made progress or if they're being inundated with lots of work. So what are we look, looking for? Are we, is anything, anything specifically? Well, there's a sign that says uh, down the stairs next to you here would lead you to the, to the library. I'm sorry. I'm asking the All good. Groove. Oh, uh, oh, uh, yeah. We're back in the uh, the waiting room. Remember, we talked about the uh, uh, Eli said something like we might look for stuff around the uh, cataclysm, and I was saying we look for stuff potentially around like conjuration and fire conjuring, or like the history of that, or like something. I mean, we could divide yeah, the two teams. Bad. Oh, oh, yeah, I think we maybe we talked about food briefly, and that might have, you know, you get, you'll love your food, so. The snacks. Um, don't worry, I got it. Uh, so yeah, um. You want to be Team uh, Conjure? They could be Team, uh, Team Cataclysm? Right, sweet. Sounds good, yeah. Team Cataclysm, yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so do you guys uh, go down the, the stairs there? Excellent, yeah. So you head between these the large uh, Corvum statues that are flanking this this stairway. Uh, it's a long and winding staircase. And eventually, you emerge into a room that is filled with rows upon rows of large stone shelves, each containing several hundred books. Magical braziers continue to illuminate the area, but their light strains to even reach the nooks and crannies between the large bookshelves. A swift strig sits reading behind a desk in the center of the room. As you approach, he puts down his book and eyes you curiously. 
who do I have the pleasure of welcoming to my library? Oh, well, I am uh, Dagonet, and, uh, you know, it's uh, Eli and Lucky and uh, Pez. Uh, we are, uh, you know, sent by the council, and uh, we need to figure out uh, what is plaguing, uh, you know, the, the humble wood with the fires and, and, and stuff. And uh, if you could uh, kindly uh, point us or uh, show us the, the way, uh, we were thinking we would start with the uh, uh, the cataclysm and then also uh, look up things uh, uh, conjuring uh, based. Oh yes, yes. I have sent you Mordain Swift Gale on the picture thereof. This swift strig with tiny little spectacles above his little beak, who sits behind this desk. Oh, you must be the. Heroes of Alderheart, yes? Uh, yes, we are uh, referred to that. Good, uh, good, yes, the Dean alerted me that this, you would be arriving in my library to do some research. Yes, um, what were those topics uh, one more time? Uh, the, the cataclysm and, uh, mm. uh, uh conjuring. Hmm. And the conjuring, hmm, yes. Mm. Well, the library is quite large. Um, it could take some time to really get the bottom of any of these tomes, but I can gather some of the books that you need, um, if you would like to look. On your own, you are more than welcome. Um, I believe we have the Cataclysm categorized under the Great Calamity in this library. So you might want to begin looking there. I will bring out some tomes that might interest those of you of certain intellect in researching more about this issue that Alderheart is having. But please, please feel free to peruse the library. Uh, in uh, the section of uh, the the Great Calamity is, uh, are there any of these uh, deadly uh, books, tomes? Oh, yes, yes. Just as long as you don't go to that back, back, corner there, you will be avoiding all of the worst things. Uh, just the back corner? Uh, how far does that uh, extend? Is there a, a noticeable uh, difference that uh, we need to stop? Well, like, are there, like, signs or anything that's like... You know, warning? Danger? Oh. <laughs> Some of the books are known and do contain the warnings, but a good general rule of wing here would be if it's in Infernal or Abyssal, you probably shouldn't pick it up. Uh, okay. Now then, uh, Conjuration Magic. Is that correct? I I will go find those 
offered you and return presently. As for the great calamity, I think two, three, four, five, six rows down, you might be able to find something. Uh, well, thank you. It's a great start. Yes, yes, yes. Do be aware, though, that research of this kind can take a very, very long time. In uh, in uh, what uh, what way? In uh, in the amount of stuff that we have to to read, the length of the tomes, or the amount of Ooh, tomes, or all the of this, all of this, the great calamity alone. There's very little on the sub subject. A lot of it is legend more than truth, and. Picking out those very small things in small passages of s larger stories can take time. Well, we'll, uh, we'll do the best we can, I suppose. Uh, I guess, uh, uh, do you have any knowledge on, uh, on the, the calamity? Uh, oh, not personal knowledge, other than that it caused what is to be the ashen plains to the north, and that not even the tenders, after hundreds of years of attempts, have been able to recover. Are there, uh, are there, are there, like, classes on this here? Like, the history of the calamity? Oh, I'm sure there's some history class that covers in general terms the great calamity. Oh, but yeah. for detailed things, you will have to do the research. Is that like a professor who would be there? I don't believe we have professors of the Great Calamity here at the Avium. But conjuration magic, yes, yes. Um, there may be more books on the Scorched Grove itself. Um, are you looking for anything else in relation to the grove? Uh, well, to be, I guess, uh, more specific, a uh, very large uh, mountain-like elemental that uh, alters. Elemental creatures, yes. There are tomes of about elements in this library as well. Okay, we will uh, we will need those as as well, uh, especially like colossal sized uh, elementals. The bigger well, the the better. I look for. I wish I could be entirely more helpful, but what I can bring you are the books. I have not read every book in the library. I just keep them cataloged and keep them safe. And if you would like to find. Elemental books about large elementals. I suggest reading the books about the elementals and hoping they have the knowledge therein. Right. Well, no time to start like the like the present. <laughs> we will make scholars of you yet. I think. Well, will definitely be something at the end of this. Okay. So, who goes looking for books? 
Tag will take the six whatever rows down. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> you go six rows down, and you're going to start looking for books about the Great Calamity or the Cataclysm, whatever it's being called nowadays. Roll me some investigation. Okay. Read damn books. Well, that's a five. That is a five. Dagene, I think what you find is that... Oh, no. There's not just a book called Everything You Need to Know About the Great Calamity. No, 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 no. There are books on books on books with slight mentions of some kind of cataclysm with breaths of legend about things happening in the north and the troubled times and the land being scorched and just hints about things. This is going to take much deeper digging. But you find yourself about 25 books to go through. How far is that six like distance away? Uh, from the party? Oh, goodness. Or, like, uh, from the front desk? From the front desk itself. Uh, the library is large. The shelves themselves would probably be rather closely packed to save some space. Um, if you're trying to find out if you're hidden, I mean, there's a lot of books in the way between you and any other eyes. No, not as he's wants to poke his head out and yell something. Oh, yeah, sure. It's not far enough away that they wouldn't be able to hear you. Do you have any cots or uh, bags to put uh, these uh, books in? Oh, yes, yes. I have a cart. Um, there should be one. And this is, like, even further down. He, like, pokes his head out of whatever uh, aisle he was in looking for conjuration stuff. Over there, and Eli, you note that he's gesturing to uh, a, a cart that's behind you. Uh, yeah, Eli would grab a cart and go over to help Dagonet out and um, peruse some books on his own as well. Like while he's while he's over there on the calamity stuff. Sure. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, he, he'd like to help look for what he thinks is useful. Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and just roll me an investigation. Let's see if you happen to be really lucky and successful. A 16. Uh, you are able to pare down some of the stuff that Dagonet had had pulled out. Uh, some of these things are, are like actual, true, just like fictional stories. They're not necessarily anything that you might want to pull up. Um, but you're able to pare down the, the list to like 15. But it's definitely going to take some deeper reading to to find the things that you want. Okay. Um, and then as far as the conjuration stuff, mm -hmm. um, where did he say that was looking like? Could we? Is there enough? He did not say. He said he would go get it. He would go get it. That's right. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he did mention that there are indeed books about the Ashen Grove on its own or the Scorch Grove on its own. Uh, and there are books about elementals as well. That's right. Okay. Um... Uh, 
Yeah, it couldn't hurt. I mean, I guess he, if there's like a history book on the Ashen Grove itself and like a big book of elementals. Uh, sure, like a generalist elemental book. Yeah, just right? somewhere to start because I wouldn't even know what the like scientific. The old, uh, it's like the eyewitness books back in the day where it just has like, this is what you need to know about medieval times or whatever. It is like, this is what you need to know about elementals. Yeah. So you've got yourself a, a general book on that. Uh, the Scorched Grove has actually quite a bit of writing on it. Um, and elementals do as well because there's a, a large portion of magic based on conjuration and conjuring elementals and things like that. There's a lot there, but you are able to find like a generalist's book for the elementals if that's something that you want to look at first. Um, but there are lots of books about the the uh, Ashen Grove, and there's like nature books about it. There's stories about it. Um, some should of them we, are loosely tied to the Great Calamity too. Should we look for? Uh, uh, I, firstly, I would like to. Is this something you're discussing out loud with the party of what to look for? Or are you internally thinking about this? Like, something? uh, these are these are things that he would be thinking. Oh, never mind. Uh. Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. He, he thinky. <laughs> uh, I mean, but in that case, Lucky, do you want to go looking for something? I'm not gonna. Lucky's just waiting at the counter, assuming that the conjuration books are coming back to him. Like, doesn't want to really go. go get in there and all the books and no, stuff. He, sure, sure. For, from Lucky's like recollection of that conversation, from very slow speaking, because I feel like. That scene where the sloths are really slowly talking at the the police or the driver's place or whatever, and uh -huh. then you know, yeah, he's uh, okay. Oh, that's over there. Okay, cool. and that's so essentially what he recollects is that the information that Eli's team wants on Team Cataclysm is down there, and conjuration stuff is coming our way. So, sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So sitting here waiting. Okay. Like. Thing, how much dust is on the camera? Uh, you know that it's anything? actually rather clean, which is which is kind of nice. It seems pretty well taken care of. Um, but you're still waiting. It looks like. Yeah. So Pez, Just like, yeah, looking and that's it. So Pez, what are you up to? Uh, I was on Team Conjurations. So I was just waiting for the conjuration so gonna wait? to show up. Okay, sure. Yep. Um, you continue waiting. And waiting. And at this time, Dagonet and Eli have returned and they have a spread of books out on the table in front of them. And then they start digging through them. Um, maybe not with uh, excitement, but with determination to try and find some sort of answer in this ridiculousness. Um, but yeah, just waiting waiting an hour goes by do you think you got luck uh, i mean it's it's a large space uh, maybe did he want us to follow him he said he would come back with him right have we seen him have you seen him where where where'd he go maybe he's taking a nap Uh, is Eli's table of current book spread 
antagonize table of current book spread within viewing distance of us or is it like a different section of the no so kind of so how i imagine is there's this desk that sits kind of at the front and then there's just rows and rows and rows and bows on the sides but in the center are these long tables with chairs because this is a university that mm-hmm. would be utilized for students or per- professors or any type of faculty to come down here and do research just like you're doing so you guys are still within eyesight of each other it's just dagonet and eli are focused on on these books at the moment like he's literally just gonna shout over. Hey, do you guys know where the uh, librarian guy went? Yeah. You guys, did he, you guys see him? He was coming back, right? I I thought that was the the plan. No, I I haven't. Uh, I haven't seen him. Or is... Do you think he got eaten by a a deadly tongue? I think, judging by his. Judging by, you know, his uh, time down here, I don't know if that would be... Lucky, like, shuffles over to the library table and, like, picks up a chair to take it back to the counter to, like, sit on. Sure. Okay. I might just wander around and see if I can find them or if there's anything pretty, any cool books. I don't don't know. That's fine. That's fine. And bring something back. Yeah, at least have to look like we're busy, right? So, Pez, you're gonna go look for something? What are you looking for? I don't know. <laughs> uh, they said six, right? For calamity stuff. Uh huh. Maybe I'll just go down there, see if there's anything that looks cool. Roll investigation. This is a casual investigation by Pez. Yeah. Another 16. You peruse the books for some time. All of it is... None of it seems very helpful. There seems to be some interesting stories, some legends even. Things that you might incorporate into future songs. But nothing that just screams out at you, Yep, that's a big fire guy, this is how to beat it. You'll pick up a legend one if it's, you know, maybe if it's a smaller one for some inspirational reading. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a there's a smaller one in it on the on the cover. It has a uh, a gerbine with a spear raised high, uh, fighting a giant hydra. Oh wow, this looks like fun. Ooh, I'm gonna take that, and then I'm just I'm just gonna go the long way around see if. We can see the the guy anywhere, Mr. Morning. Are you gonna? Are you actually trying to find him? Mm, without getting lost, so I'm just gonna do a box, just a box around. As long as. How far into the library do you go? How big is it? Oh, I don't want to like. Rather large, the... but it's oh. easily navigable. I mean, nothing exciting was happening. We're sitting there for an hour. I'm just gonna go all the way around. Roll me a perception check. 14. As you walk up and down some of the aisles, maybe just, you know, you're reading a title here or there, seeing if you just find anything of interest while you're waiting, because this librarian assured you that he would bring you the tomes on conjuration. It takes a while to go all the way through the library. But eventually, you find 
Librarian Mordain Swiftgale looking to be cataloging a set of books and writing something in a notebook and then placing them back on a shelf and then moving to the next one in line and writing something in a notebook, placing it back on a shelf, opening the next one, he tuts at himself a little bit and writes something in a notebook, puts it back on a shelf. Uh, Miss, Mr. Swift, Mr. Swiftgale? Oh, um, yes. Oh, hi, I was wondering, I'm on my way back to the table. Did you happen to get those Ooh. books on Conjuration? I can just take them back for you, no worries. Oh, um, what, silly me, I have forgotten to grab the books about Conjuration that I had so promised you. I seem to have gotten distracted with a very... Very important cataloging project here in this side of the library. It is very exciting down here. I can see why you would Ooh, get lost. Books everywhere. Books, books, books. And I must write and catalog each individual one. This is a request from the Dean himself. Ooh, the Dean is very important. You know, I, I understand. Uh... If you could just point me in the direction of them? Oh, you know, they're here and there and around. Well, okay, so the thing is, I mean, I would, I would really maybe appreciate your help uh, with finding them because we're, we're on a little bit of a time crunch and Alderheart is very much in danger. There are fires encroaching and we're just trying to save people, you know? People are, people are dying. Roll me it's an insight out check. There. A nine. He seems unmoved by danger to Alderheart. Ooh, no, no, no. I must complete this task first, and then I shall be with you presently. Maybe come back uh, tomorrow or the next day. And I, I personally... Uh, may have died a little bit on our way here, and also one of our companions fell, and we just really, we really need this information. I'm not trying to rush you too much, but it's very important. Well, I... Do you not have the other information to peruse at this time? Things of the Great Calamity, and elementals, and... You should probably get back to your friends and help them. All right, I mean, come you, back you in a couple see. of days, and I'll have all of those conjuration books prepared. You seem very prepared for for a, a, a lava mountain monster attack. I'm sure you guys will be fine. Thanks for your help. Oh, of course, of course. It's always nice to have visitors. Mm. I'm gonna... I'm gonna go back to the table. Yeah. So you guys see Pez come back with one rather thin book with a very cool cover on it, but sits dejectedly down at the table. I do not like the Swift Gale guy who's not very helpful. What, did you did you I'm find very him? Swift either. Well, yeah, and he was over there just cataloging. Just doing something else, because the dean asked him to do something else, and and he does not seem to understand the urgency of the matter. And he was like, "Well, we can go get the books yourself." And I was like, "Where can I go get the books?" And he's like, "They're just around." Let's, 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 
a big library. Yeah, I don't know where to find stuff. Mm-hmm. I found this book though. There's a cool derby on it. There. Look at this derby. It looks kind of like you. Look with the big ears and the look, got a sword. DM is is it by chance Gaspard? Yes. It is absolutely a legend of Gaspard. Which legend of Gaspard is it? Uh, Gaspard and the thirty-headed Hydra. Is that? Oh, that's a good story. Look at the good book. Oh, you're gonna love that. Listen, I don't want to spoil it, but Gaspard goes up against a Hydra, whose thirty heads have endangered the thirty elders of the Council of Alderheart. And it was oh just so riveting. They they all um I, I mean it, it's so strange because the community uh domain is, is entirely centered upon union of one, and so you'd think that a hydra would be the ultimate representative of community because what is a hydra if not a collection of many individuals as one? But in fact, it was Gaspar, it was that that assumption that undid and Eli's just gonna go on and on. Hail Hydra. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> I hate that. Ow. Well, what well, Eli, what if what what if what if this Hydra was like actually a big old lava monster? Would we be able to beat a big old lava monster the same way you beat the Hydra? How do you beat a Hydra? Can we beat the lava monster like you beat the Hydra? Uh, I believe the whole thing with the Hydra is if you cut off one head, two more will take its place. Um and so the idea was to cut all of the heads off at once and he actually uh well i don't want to i don't want to spoil it maybe we can find the hydra have it fight the lava monster and they'll just cancel each other out i don't you see it's kind of like an allegory like it's it's like a metaphor you know Ah. it's not a real hydra at least i don't think it was well, then what did Gaspard really do? If he didn't fight a real Hydra, why do people like him so much? Yes, Lucky. Uh, Lucky has drifted off from her story probably three, four seconds in and is now assuming this librarian is busy cataloging and is looking and in or about on his desk for any sort of catalog that he might have there to look through and see for titles of things that are like conjuration or scorched grove <laughs> so you, so you want to jump behind the desk and see if you got some catalogs you can go through yeah yeah if there's i mean investigato for me <laughs> just like uh he's going on about this gas part again oh good uh a negative uh-huh uh that's a two yeah. that's the two uh i think what you find is that it's all written in shorthand. And it's a shorthand you cannot understand. The entire cataloging system makes zero sense to you. Great. Lucky's gonna shuffle over to the table where they're at and go, should we talk to the Dean about the urgency of this, you think? 
Can we get some students to help us out? Because I don't even know what this guy's even writing. I don't even know if this guy's actually a librarian. Like, he's just writing gibberish in this book and he's saying he's cataloging it and I don't know. Agony's just gonna sigh. Put some books down with a little bit of force and he's going to go find that librarian. Okay. So... What do you do about it? As soon as he like finds the aisle, and he's kind of just <clears throat> puff his chest out sure. a bit, make himself, you know, feel as big as possible, and get and. Now I know you're on a a a, a task for for the dean, mm -hmm. but the council. And the Dean has asked us to get this information uh, about these things. Uh, I am sure that the Dean can wait on, on your task for maybe a day, but we do not have a day to wait on you for this other task. This, unfortunately, I must insist, this take priority. He's going to intimidate him. Okay, roll me intimidation. <clears throat> that is a that is a five. Guys, unstoppable. And he goes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear anything you just said. When I get into my cataloging, it just time seems to pass me by. What can I help you with? He just puts a hand to his head and just, like, shakes his head. Now, we need to find the books that you were going to, that you walked off and said you were going to collect. We need you to find those books, or at least point us in the direction that we can walk to them ourselves. Oh, well, I suppose that, um... You're looking for conjuration, is that right? Um, well, they're quite scattered throughout. There's conjuring of all sorts of different things. And general knowledge of conjuration is what you're looking for. I suppose aisle 25 might be helpful. Looking for things about... Oh, I don't know. No, aisle 25, I think. General conjuration. Okay, we will we will start there, but uh, I will be taking this up with the dean about your priorities. Mm, yes, turn, yes, the dean is well aware of what I'm doing. Yes, and he continues to catalog. Then I like shuffles back. Uh, general conjuration is aisle twenty-five. Lucky, like pops up. Goes down there. Go to aisle 25? Sure. Investigate for me. Find something on Conjuration. Why do these, why do these aisles have to be so tall? I can't even see the top of them. Uh, A seven. seven. <laughs> uh, 
you realize now you're not entirely sure what conjuration magic is. But also, the one tome you think might be helpful is on the fifth level, and you can't seem to reach it. Lucky climbs the shelf. <laughs> you climb the shelf, and you grab it. <laughs> and you look at the book, and, well, you recognize the word conjuration on it, but the rest of it seems to be in a language you don't understand. Mm. Tucks it in his little cloak. Do you guys know what this says? It's, it says conjuration. I don't know what the rest of it says. Does anyone read Abyssal? <laughs> Definitely not. No. You don't. You never seen it before. Apparently, I no. And. I'm a little wary about a language I don't understand, given that there are books that could literally kill us down here. Maybe you should uh, gently put that book down. Why this and... one seemed like it was calling out? It was like, I was like, ah, that, that book. Are you sure that it wasn't magic that it was calling you to that book? You think this book is magic? It just... Oh, I... I, d I don't I don't know it it, it is what uh, abyssal or the, the other one that they said that could be written in the the stuff that is uh, uh, harmful. But, uh... All right, all right. All right, look here's what I'm gonna do. I, I don't I don't if, if I can't read it I'm not gonna put it down. He's like, I think I'm gonna go try to recruit some people to help because we this is a lot. That guy's not very helpful. No, definitely not. Tell me, got muffins. I don't. Probably, you've seen the guy. He'll probably eat them. He can get his own muffins. Um, I. No, no, to get people down here to help. Tell, tell me, got muffins. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I yeah. I definitely think that we could sway some students to help us out. Can you imagine being a student and being like, I helped the heroes of all the hot save the day by. You could tell a story. I think you should come with me, Fess. All right, I was gonna go look for some books, but that sounds much more exciting. Yeah, I think we can definitely coerce some some students into helping us look. And plus, some of them have probably some knowledge about this library, so you know. I've been here before. Yeah. Do you want me to just leave this one here for you guys, just in case you think about reading it? I mean, it's about conjuration. It says it right there on the front. Sure, we'll we'll leave it here. A safe distance away from anybody. Thank, thank you, Lucky. It was. And he's just I, like shaking I his head. I climbed to no. get it. Yeah. Uh, that's. Thank you. It's very helpful. And the guy never saw me. He was just. Cool, cool, cool. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna try to recruit some people. Should we stop, Ben? Is it dormitories, uh, maybe? As Lucky turns around, Eli would like to chuck the book back onto the shelf as best he can. So you walk back down to that aisle and try to, like, get it up there? Yep. Yeah, it mostly gets there. Okay, uh, good enough. Yep, it's up there on the shelf, kind oh, of tilted precariously. Yep. Okay. Where do you well, think all of Hopefully I saved the life. <laughs> Hours. 
where where do you think the nerds would hang out? <laughs> you're, uh, you're at Hogwarts. Everyone's a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't relate with if you call me a nerd, I don't know. Um, Potter. I mean, we could probably, I mean, what time of day is it? Uh, it's probably like mid-afternoon, huh? Because we came down here about midday, right? Yeah, uh, this is taking a lot of time. Like, you're pushing evening. I mean, it's probably like dinner time. We can probably, I mean, you know, find the ones that are sitting by themselves in the cafeteria. Yeah, the ones who always, like, have a book, at least one yeah. book, and they're just, like, That's a reading good idea. in the cafeteria. Find the students that are carrying the most books, clearly readers. Maybe they, you know, can Might tell us. stuff about books? Yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go find them. Let's go to, let's go to the, uh... So you guys are going to yeah. try to go up to the student cafeteria and recruit some students to do some research for you. With us. <laughs> You're okay. <laughs> All right, so you guys head upstairs. Um... Eli, are, have you been doing research pretty much the whole time? Uh, yeah, I think he he would have gravitated more toward the um, the history of the of the um, Scorch Grove and maybe as it relates to the calamity. Okay, um, you actually uh, while reading among all of these things on the Scorched Grove, you find that. It's basically everything that you already knew. A lot of the stuff about the Scorched Grove is everything that we learned when you had gone there with the tenders. But there is one passage from one book. It seems to have a little bit more information for you. It's from a book called, uh, And That's No Malarkey, the Scorched Grove edition, written by Rodrigo Malarkey. And it says, from the above evidence, one can conclude that the Scorched Grove displays properties which suggest extreme conjury, perhaps even the calling of a major elemental force. Whether this was conjured from a nearby plane or a farther one remains uncertain, but the readiness with which the elemental magics have taken root suggests a source in close proximity to our world. And I'll post that in the, in the chat there for you, so you can take it for later. But that's your passage from, and that's no malarkey, the Scorched Grove. Good, 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 good. Okay, uh, Dagonet, what have you been looking at? Uh, he'd be going through the the Calamity books and just flipping through, seeing if there is any reference to large moving mountains. Okay. Um, it's tough. The Great Calamity things, like we were talking about before, there's a ton of books addressing the subject, but a lot of them are like legends, or they're resorting to legend to describe the thing, rather than factual evidence. There are books that attempt to be seriously historically accurate and study the event of, of note, but they lack any credible witnesses. Especially living, considering how long ago it was. So some of the tomes that you're holding are absolutely ancient. In terms of scope, there's a ton of information about the Calamity. But it's all really unfocused, and as you can find, as you found through all of those books, it's in a lot of different books. 
This could take you days of research to get through, to find something of value. Well, he's just gonna keep note of all the the books he needs to read for later as the days go on. Sure. I think we quick cut to Pez and Lucky entering a boisterous, boisterous hall where there's all of these students taking their evening meal. Uh, so you guys... <laughs> I feel like we get to like the kick in of the door from like a Western or something like that. And Pez and like Lucky's got hands on hips in there is looking around trying to find themselves a nerd. Uh, so how do you, how do you proceed into this? I know we want to go for the nerds who read a lot. I feel like we've discussed this on the way, but they're not, they're not going to defy their class schedule or something to come and, and help us out. You know, we got to find ones who are smart. We're clearly they're smart by being here, but also brave. Because they're going to probably have to skip class, maybe, to come and help us out. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, would it be kind of a status thing, though? Like, for to help the heroes of Alderheart? You, you, I, I think any of the nerds would step up and be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, and then they can tell all their friends, and we'll tell all their friends. We're like, look at this real cool person over here. Ooh. Yeah, like maybe, or, or maybe like an overachiever. Yeah, you know, like one of those yeah. students that's like just trying to one up all the rest of the students all the time. You know, I like it. I mean, any variety of nerd I think would would suffice. All right, <sighs> we'll just. Uh... Look for ones like I guess that are just reading through lunch. I don't know. I don't know. I think I've read like five books my whole life. I don't know. Sure. Uh, there's a very small uh, swift strig off in a corner, kind of by themselves, and they have a stack of five books in front of them. Their dinner having been mostly forgotten, for their beak is firmly planted within the pages of some large tome. They are wearing uh, greenish robes, and they seem to be a student here at the Avium. I'll go for that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you want to lead? Oh, I mean, I can try. Yeah, why not? Yeah. I mean, you definitely catch the eye, you know, so, like, I'll just... Behind you? Ugh. Floof myself up a little bit. Yeah. Let's go. Okay, you floof yourself up a bit, and you approach this... A uh, small swift strig is sitting behind this mountain of books. Um, he doesn't seem to notice you right away. <clears throat> huh? Oh. Um, oh, hello there. Um, good evening. Hello. What? What is your name? How are you? How are you doing? Um. My name is going to be a thing that I have to click over here because I need to get a Patreon thing. So one second. <laughs> We're going to roll for a random. This one's weird. What? You oh. can be a Patreon of the stream and support <laughs> and pick out random NPC names potentially through one of your tiers. Tell us more. Uh, it's $1. So be a random NPC like the Swiss rig, Bankla. I'm, my name's Bankla Jones. Bankla Jones, that is a beautiful name. I'm Pez Pingo. This here is Lucky Two Swords Fancy Jerby. Uh, we, Lucky we... Two Swords Fancy Jerby, pleasure to meet you. Lucky for sure, if you'd like. 
Lucky Just for short. Just friends, though. Just for friends. Mm. Are we friends? I don't believe we've met uh, prior to now. Well, we always like more friends. I um, don't have many friends, so I wouldn't know that feeling. You ever wanted to be friends with a hero? I mean, I suppose that would be nice, but heroes seem to get into a lot of different dangerous situations, and I really like sitting here and reading my books. Well, tell about who we are and the task that we have at hand for our future potential hero in front of us. We happen to be heroes who are not currently doing a dangerous thing, but a very important thing for the city of Alderheart and the world. Uh, the Scorch Grove is acting up. It's getting all wily, and we're trying to figure out why. And there's that library downstairs y'all have with a bunch of knowledge, but turns out there's a lot of books down there, and we need some assistance in trying to, trying to find out exactly what books to read and, and could use some help in reading and learning the stuff necessary for saving the entire world. And you seem like just the fellow to possibly help out. We're here, we're here for the, the, the Dean, we're here for the Dean and the council. So you work with us, you maybe get some favors in with them too, you know. Roll me a persuasion check. I would like to use uh, team tactics as a help option. Absolutely. In backing up. So you can roll with your advantage. Roll at advantage, Pez. Um, Persuade the persuade. small nerd. That's a 24. Wait. <laughs> I'm. What was your name again? Oh, I'm Pez Pingo. This is Lucky. His little eyes start to widen. Pez Pingo? The famous musician from Alderheart? Oh, yeah, here's my little outlaws here. This will play music on and rocks and stuff. He swiftly faints. Oh, no. Oh, wake up. Um, Lucky, Lucky. Just gonna shake him uh, Lucky's just gonna take some water from his own cup and splash it in his face. <laughs> oh, don't wait, don't wait, don't wait. It happens all the time. Has Pingo? Oh. No, we're not. We're not that cool, really. It's it's fine. I mean, she's, okay, we're pretty she's awesome, humble. But... She's humble. We're very cool. Uh, we have a very cool job uh, that we need some extra cool help with. I will do uh, anything for you, Pez. Oh, aren't you just the sweetest? We got muffins. I don't need muffins for payment. Just you. I don't know what that means, and I, I do think, not I want he, to ask. I think he just means an autograph. Uh, so you like to read? <laughs> he like looks over at Lucky, having completely forgotten that you were there. I'm what? You like to read? You got like? Oh yeah, I, I I I I love books. I'm I'm here to study. My parents sent me here to become a learned person to start working as a professor here at the avium though i have many many years ahead of me until then but i've always been told that i'm quite smart and i read rather quickly and i know a thing or two about magic and are you familiar with your library well there are many libraries here at the avium most of them reside on all of the rotating platforms around which for you here pez i would gladly take you to any of the rotating platforms around the avium 
I definitely do want to check those out. They seem beautiful. Uh, right now, we're looking at the lower library, though, the very oh. bottom one where all the oh. crazy books are at. Oh, st students aren't really allowed in the old library. We hey. don't really have the ability to go down there. Our badges won't even let us in the room. Well, as a hero, you might be allowed in, is what I'm saying. And I'll get to spend more time with Pez? Uh, looking I mean, through books. Yeah, looking through books. Favorite activity. This is going to take a lot of time, I think. Look at look at her delicate wings. Clearly, they are very delicate. She can't carry all these books. She needs so much help reading all these books. Like, you know. So much to go through. I already hate playing this character. Okay. <laughs> I'm in. I'm so in. Yeah, I'd love to help the hero, Pez. You can help the whole group. Oh my god, and I the I don't world. care about the rest of the group. Oh. Well, they're very nice. No, they're just like little orbiters. It's fine. It'll just be me and you, and we'll look at books. See him. You see him. Like, little vein pop out <laughs> on Lucky's head. He's just trying to hold it together. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. Um... But don't worry, be, be careful though, because Pez, you gotta keep her fire. She's always inspired, you know, always taking in her surroundings. So don't get too close, you know. She needs space to take in her surroundings so she can write those legendary tales. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Oh, 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 um, okay. So, um, when do I come help you? I have classes tomorrow and tonight and all day. Did I tell you we know the deed? We can get into that problem. Probably can work on getting you excuse for you know makeup on that class. You know. Tonight. Oh, the I, I, well, I, the one. Oh, tonight you, the, tonight in the lower library with Pez Pingo. We're all down there. We're all having a great time learning stuff. Ah. Uh. The whole group. Well, as long as the dean's okay with it, I guess I can I can go. Yeah. We should probably go ask the dean, Lucky. I'll you I'll we'll we'll send a note up. I'm sure I, I'm sure I'm sure the fate of the world is more important than one class for the student. So, um, you know, just slide him a, slide him a note. Grab your plate. We're going downstairs. Let's go. Oh, um, yeah, but all my books. Um, did, did you carry them down here? How, how'd you how'd you get them? How'd you get all these books over here? I, I carried them with my wings. That's a lot of books. Oh, kind of like flexes a little bit as he puffs up. He is like just about Lucky's height. He's very short. We'll help you. We'll get, we'll carry some stuff. Okay. Okay. Get back to the world. Right. Yeah. And you guys make your way down stairs. And I think that's where we'll pick up next time is the party that doesn't want to read getting someone else to do the reading for them. You know, if you gotta pay someone to do your homework, at least it gets done, right? So, it should be 
okay. It should be okay. Thank you guys for being here this evening. I super duper appreciate it, chat. Thank you for being here. You guys are awesome. And when we come back next week, we will learn, hopefully, more about the issue that is threatening Alderheart itself. Now, before we do leave, let's go around and do a couple of these shout-outs and uh, let the people know who you are. Malaveth, where can the people find you at? Oh, hi, my name is Malaveth. I'm on the internet. I stream three days a week, and I also draw a lot of stuff. I post a lot of stuff on Twitter and on Instagram. And that's it. I just, I just draw and I stream and I exist. Don't we yeah. all? Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, but a stage, Rob. Where can the people find you at? Oh gosh, when I'm not here, you can find me a couple different places on the internet. Usually as bonus stage Rob or bonus underscore stage underscore Rob. If you're feeling formal, um, I play. If you're if TTRPG is your cup of tea, and if you're here, it probably is. So thanks for enjoying this tea. That's the tea, gamers. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. You can find me on Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash game nights. That's game with two G's like GG and nights with a K like the dude with the sword. Uh, again, that's 4 p.m. Eastern. That is a slaying one or that's a monster of the week game called slaying 101. Uh, I do that every other Sunday, uh, soon to be every Sunday, but we're, we're not quite there yet. Uh, and then on Wednesdays uh, at 9 p.m. Eastern, I'm on twitch.tv slash the Monty Hall, H-A-U-L, uh, uh, for a Lost Mind of Fandelver game, which I think we're wrapping up soon. Um, it's going places. Uh, <laughs> we we had one job, and it, you know, it's going well, I guess, if you know that campaign. Uh, we found what we were looking for, and it was swiftly ripped from our grasp. So, you know... No spoilers, but it's going places. Uh, and then I also play games like video games on twitch.tv slash bonus underscore stage underscore Rob. We're playing Hollow Knight. I've never played Hollow Knight. It's dope. It's fun. I love it. Come watch Hollow Knight. Thank you Not very much, Rob. Knight, I appreciate be. that. Anyway. Lady May, where can the people find you at? Well, they can find me here playing Dagony on Thursdays. And then mostly on the internet where I post pictures of my cats and Animal Crossings and soon to be more landscaping projects. Uh, hopefully streaming will return this summer. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Excellent. Thank you very much. And last but certainly not least, Miss Simply Jackson. Hello! Simply Jackson. You can find me on Twitch. Simply underscore Jackson. You can find me on Twitter with no underscore. Just simply Jackson. That's it. I'm playing a lot of MMOs. I forgot to eat yesterday, which is the MMO life. So let's just <laughs> return to our mid twenties together. Unless you're in your mid twenties, and then let's return to together. I don't. Just yeah. Come say hi. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, thank you everyone for being here this evening. I'm going to leave it here. We'll go to our end screen and we're going to go record a Patreon post show. So if you want to get those and all the other Patreon post shows that we've already had, head on over to patreon.com slash diefall and support us there. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye.